everyone. This is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Damiani. Hey, yo. Michael Huber. Hello. And Brandon Jones. I'm not Michael. You're not a Michael. It's just stupid Brandon over here. No, you're not Dealing stupid, with the, Brandon. The, 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 the potent Michaelness happening on this panel. The mics. Michael won. What is your goal this week? <laughs> I feel that is uh, not... I don't like that call. Call me Michael One. Ha! What is that? You're the first of the two Michaels. Oh, we're going by like order of closest ha! to you. Yes. Yeah. So you just said closest Michael. <laughs> closest Michael. And furthest Michael. Michael. Closest Michael. What is your so goal? So like ranking us. Yes. My goal. Yes. Is to not utter utter the word amiibo during this Ooh. entire podcast. Ooh. I like that. It's excellent. Furthest Michael. What is your goal this week? To finish all of these fluids in front of me. Great. Feeling a little under the weather, but some intense yellow tea. Amanda (laughs) made me this like ancient remedy of ginger tea, cayenne pepper, honey. It's out of control. It's really spicy. So if you see me take a sip and (laughs) it's because it's spicy. (laughs) But the thing is, I trust Amanda so much because he's a voice actor. Yeah. And like, just like that voice is like I feel like cleaner right now. Yes. Yeah. Brandon Jones, what is your goal this week? To wish y'all a happy new year at oh, some point. Nice. Okay. At some point. Uh, my goal this week is to not fall over. I had a few podcasts. No, no, no. I'm just like, sometimes I just like flop over in the middle of a podcast. It's the freakiest thing. And so I'm going to try to stay seated this time. I have cool. no memory of this. We weren't on those podcasts. Yeah. Oh, you you, you kind of keep them alive for some reason. It's weird. Damiani is my stone. Yeah. Begin corrections music, please. Oh, we're not doing correct. End corrections music. Was <laughs> that a record? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Everyone, we, we re- no mistakes. We recorded this podcast a week ago. This is uh, <laughs> this is uh, recorded in the past. We had to, of course, do that on account of the holidays. Uh, so yeah, no corrections from. Matthew. I should have thought of something. Hmm. I should have looked up something. And oh, that happened. Uh, Inserted my own correction. Yeah. Okay, so that's it. Uh, just so we're all clear, and uh, we'll be back with new episodes next week. Let's uh, explain this episode then, I guess. This is 2017 Year Review. Not year in review. We are reviewing the year 2017. At the end of this podcast, we're giving it a score. Ooh. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. High stakes. High stakes. Yeah, because that's... Like official stars numbers. What's the what's yeah. the scoring? I was thinking stars, but I, I always like numbers more. If y'all want to do numbers, I'm uh, I like doing numbers. Every time we do something that's not games, yes, I'm I'm cool to bring the numbers. Okay, back. we're doing numbers. We're doing a scale of one to ten. Okay, decimals allowed. Okay, but we all have to agree upon it. That's the, the oh, part. Yes. so four of us gonna come to consensus. So the biggest things I like to talk about when looking at a year of video games is hardware. If we got hardware launches, I want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the biggest piece of hardware that launched this year is the most powerful video game console of all time, the Xbox One X. Making headlines. Making headlines. Uh, <laughs> you know what? That was a troll thing, but let's talk about Xbox One X first. It's, no, let's do it chronologically. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. No. <laughs> uh, on January 13th of this year, uh, we, had, we watched a big live stream. Nintendo revealed the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, up until that point, we had seen a very cool uh, Imagine Dragons video. Uh, we had seen Zelda. We had seen flashes of Mario's, flashes of Mario Kart. But this was the event. Koizumi taught taught us what HD Rumble is. Uh, milk. 
Milk debuted. Was shown. Milk was shown. <laughs> yeah. Milk leaked. We believed, and milk was shown. Uh, then it launched on March 3rd to great success. This is a huge year for the Switch. It's the Switch's year. It's the Switch's year. It's the Switch's year. It came out. It launched. Yep. It righted the wrong that was the Wii U. Yes. I would say the Wii Huber's U. Huber's not a Wii U fan. I'm not a Wii U fan. Yep. And I think the numbers will, will back me up on that. The Wii U was not very successful. Right. The The Switch has almost mm-hmm. outsold the yes. Wii U. And yes. it's, it hasn't even been out that long. Not even a year. So Nintendo got it right with the Switch. Yeah. They got it right with that Switch. <clears throat> uh, here's a weird thing. Jones, I'll pose this to you. Nintendo doesn't win E3 too much. But last year, got a bunch of Game of E3 awards for Zelda. This year, a bunch of Game of E3 awards for Mario. And they're showing up at E3 now. And in a year that I think was kind of weak for Microsoft, for Sony, uh, for third parties, Nintendo showed up huge at E3. Do you think Nintendo's just like an E3 contender now when it comes to excitement of announcements? Oh, definitely. I mean, it's it's a it, it when we talk about E three specifically, it's everything. It's the booth. It's uh, what gameplay yes. you're showing. It's the fact that they do the treehouse, and so they can not only just uh, reveal more information about the game, but then you can see how it actually works. Um, so many stations just showing off one game, and so it, yeah, it really Nintendo really shook up. I mean, you can see the gif of me like applauding at their booth. Like they've yeah. they've, they've really like shaken up my concept of like what one person that makes games one company should bring to e3 and show off i mean obviously there's more things they made more announcements this year i believe than they made in 2016 2016 i think it was really just zelda and like a couple of other things oh yeah where um they they made you know samus returns we didn't find out until after their um presentation was over um and so yeah i think it's obviously you have to have a good game like if if odyssey wasn't good this year uh that would have seemed a little desperate that they're like putting all of their eggs in one basket Mm -hmm. but i just i think those were two games that I think, you know, a, a, a high-ranking executive making a lot of scary financial decisions down to somebody who's working on sound effects or perfecting the controls or something. I think all of the people on those sides and in between knew those were two really good games. And so knew those were games that Nintendo could go into E3 with confidence showing it off. I, I don't know if it's something you can sustain. Uh, I wonder, you know, I, I think Metroid can maybe hold its own at an E3 by itself. I think that has enough uh, nostalgic power. Uh, to to support that company, be their like primary target for E3. Outside of that, I don't know. I don't think a Pikmin does that. I don't know. If this, as much as I love Animal Crossing, I don't know jo- if it has that wide of a reach to please everybody. I hear you, Jones. I, I feel, though, when we're preparing for E3 of this year, of 2018, we're going to be saying, who can take down Nintendo? Who can beat Nintendo this year? Which is weird. It's weird for them to ever be in that position. They haven't been. And uh, it's good 2017, as Huber said. Uh, one other console release I want to talk about related to Nintendo. Uh, uh, not necessarily a console, not necessarily a big deal and big hardware deal, but they sold like bonkers is the Super Nintendo Classic. Uh, that released on September 29th, heavily rumored before its official announcement. Uh, I don't think they even announced it at E3. I think it was after E3 they announced this thing. Uh, but we had already kind of knew it existed, even coming into E3. And uh, released a great success, included Star Fox 2 on that thing. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, Damiani, do you, you reviewed Star Fox 2, right? Mm-hmm. What did you think of that? Awesome review. <laughs> um, yeah. I, that was a difficult review because I didn't know how... To, I honestly couldn't come to terms with how to review it. Like, do you... 
be, I saw people would get upset if I tried to review it as a game release now, which is yes. kind of what I lean towards. Yeah. And I tried to temper, like, I didn't want to review it as if it was released in 1996, or like when it was supposed to come out. Which would be pretty good. It would have been like, it would have been okay, but like a lot of my, uh, uh, a lot of people pointed out to me that Panzer Dragoon came out before would have it came out what would have been before Super Mar or sorry sorry Star Fox Two mm-hmm. was released and everyone's like Panzer Dragoon looks way better than Star Fox Two like it, it, it like visually it's, way it's, better it's, hardware it's, yeah. but it's also Fair enough. Yeah, yeah but like it like it would have been a bad release for them like it would have like people have been like why does this look so bad like compared to what the contemporaries Which was Miyamoto's concern. and it was too, it was yeah. basically my conclusion was it was good that they canceled it or pushed everything to future games because of its proximity to the Super Mario 60 or N64 and, and Super Mario 64 and what uh, contemporary games coming out yeah. but like the hardest part of it like it, it's it's nice at the release don't get me wrong it's excellent that everyone can now play it yeah but asking someone to ignore almost 20 years of game development in history and being like ignore all the other Star Fox games that came out and then review it like they never came out and this was before I was like I don't want to do that. I don't like playing revisionist history like that. So I, I, I do, for anyone who has wanted to know, like, Damiani, why did you review it so harshly? Why did you come at that angle? There you go. Like, I didn't feel comfortable reviewing it as a what if. Yeah. I reviewed it as a new, a, game. What, a new game. with, And I tried to temper it as much as possible with, you know, lowered expectations because I know this is like a 20-year-old game. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not going to go into it. But I think some of its limitations probably would have caused it to be viewed a little bit roughly back in 1996. Um, but it had some nice like features in there. Like, I think it would have been big, dude. I really do. Mm, I think it's... I mean, Star, the original Star Fox is really short, too. Yeah. But I think the the hev- more heavy narrative focus... Uh, not narrative focus, but the, the branching past, like having linearity to it, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I think that works better in Star Fox, where each level, you can maybe trigger a hidden path. To go to a different course, and in and Star that, Fox too, you can go anywhere on the map. Yeah, the, it's pretty crazy, and yeah. it's very radically different. But I think yeah. Star Fox sixty four, you saw people like liked it, it reviewed really pretty well, it sold pretty well. The original Star Fox sixty four, when it was re released on three DS, it was it was like wow, this hasn't aged very well. But I mean, it came out in ninety seven. What do you expect? Yep. Anyway, I didn't. I think yeah, it's. Yeah. I think it was really cool. A long forgotten game was released on this console. Oh yeah, yeah. Like definitely worth it to play. And Super check it Nintendo out. Classic is just an incredible mm-hmm. product. And just a crazy one-two punch for Nintendo yet again. Yeah. You know, the yeah. new Switch and the Super Nintendo from the past releasing. Yeah. You know, kind of mm-hmm. flanking two sides of the year too, like <laughs> March and. I mean, they were just. It's, Firing on all cylinders. They flanked us. Yeah. Uh, Finally, I really do want to talk about the Xbox One X. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was interesting. This was Project Scorpio uh, up until E3 of this year. It was announced at E3 of last year, of E3 of 2016. It was announced as Project Scorpio, and uh, that name stuck for a long time. I want to talk about the reveal of the Xbox One X because it didn't actually happen at E3, as the Wikipedia uh, article might entail. it happened before that. Digital Foundry talked about the specs. And at, at that point, it was still uh, Project Scorpio. But I really thought this was an interesting part of the story. I really thought that was a good call to go to Digital Foundry, to have them come over, look at the machine, and just reveal the specs. Reveal what this machine actually is from a source who truly cares about these things, who publishes these things, and makes yeah. all those comparisons. So confidence, too. Yes. By opening the doors to Digital Foundry. Mm-hmm. 
who you know is is right now making videos about like Xbox One X comparison videos. They yeah. they got to do all that, and so they're the people to show it to. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was really cool. And then of course, yes, at E3, people were wearing the shirt that said, "I witnessed the most powerful games console of all time," <laughs> and yeah. they witnessed it. Such a buzz thing to say. I know. It's like it's such a marketing it's phrase. So, I mean, is it, it not true? It is, but is it not true? It is true. It'll be true for how how long? I mean, a PC is a game console. Still. Yeah, like, and yeah, and then no, like PC. <laughs> I mean, I buy a PC to play games. It's not technically a console, so, no, but must be nice. I, like this, this it, it always changes. The title always changes. It's just, yeah, it's just, it was just whatever. I mean, clever, like sure, yes, because everyone's yes. gonna be talking about that, and yes, it is technically true right now. So you know, why not? I get it. Why not push your greatest strength? You'd be kind of like an idiot not to push that. So I, I, I get it. I get it. I do get it. Yeah, and it is out now. That was released uh, ooh, November 7th. It was released on November 7th of this year. And I am pretty envious of it because, you know, the the 4K media player is a big thing. And PlayStation 4 Pro does not have that. 1S is as a 4K media player. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's crazy to me. You know, I, I have an Xbox One regular, so I'm obviously not going to double dip. But depending on when PS5 actually comes out... You know, if PS5 doesn't come out until, like, 2020 or something, then Xbox One X having, four, like, true 4K is is going to be a big deal moving forward. I think what we're finding, though, Huber, Xbox One X having true 4K is not a feature with many games. True. Uh, yeah, yeah. Once we get to the realities of the games yeah. that are oh, being yeah. put out right now, uh, we're not finding it yeah. with every game. If you're if for it, media, it's like important, yeah. you know, oh, for yeah. movies and stuff. But like first party games, like Forza Seven, you got that 4K baby. Gears yeah. of War, you got 4K. Yeah. And so I think any new huge release will be 4K. But I, I think some of these earlier ports, mm-hmm. um, some are struggling. Yeah. Um, I want to say one of the the biggest draws to me yeah. that might eventually convince me to buy one at some point. Yeah, I want the price to go down at some point, but that would be nice. Uh, the back, the enhancing older games, the backwards yeah. compatibility yes. factor. Yes. Uh, seeing uh, the Mirror's Edge, uh, original Mirror's Edge, right? Being uh, the treatment they did with that, that it gets on there. I was like, okay, this is a very good reason at some point to ditch my 360, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. you should probably not be holding in your 360 at this point, and upgrading to the system. Which, if I want, I could play games at some point. Like Huber said, if PS5 doesn't come forever, whatever reason, I decide never to upgrade my PC in the next few years, this will play the best-looking stuff on console for yeah. a year, at least a year or two. But also all my old library, I have a lot of 360 games. A lot of those will look will look and play better on Xbox One. Yeah. When, uh, when Xbox yeah. One X was announced, I sat here and we, we talked about third-party games. And yes. What did we bring up? Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. That is mm-hmm. so dangerously close. When they start showing that game off next year, and they start doing side by sides, or like, "Yo, Xbox One X has this in red," like more, like even little things, like what they did with GTA Five Remastered, like more traffic, mm-hmm. more foliage, like yes. more animals, like yeah. that stuff matters. Like if Xbox One X has something like that, where it's like. Yo, on, on Xbox, you know, we have better lighting and more wildlife and more weather. Like, what they say in the a, commercials? I, it's actually, a big sell. I like the phrase at the end of the commercials, Huber. <laughs> they say, plays best on Xbox One X. Yep. 
I kind of I think that's really they do that they, like the Madden commercials. Yeah, that will be true for for Red Dead as well because that yeah. won't come out on PC right away. Nope, right. Yeah, so, so there'll be a big window where Xbox One X will be. Yeah. There you go. There's actually one big thing that they, Microsoft can push next year. Yeah, I mean it's kind of funny, Huber, in that. I think the Xbox One X would have been a bigger deal this year. Jones, back me up on this if you believe it, if Red Dead made it. Red Dead did not make it this year. It was supposed to come out this year. It was pushed outside of this year. Yeah. Would the Xbox One X have been a bigger deal if that game made it out this year? A slightly bigger deal, yeah. That would, that would have been an interesting case study. Um, but to me, I, I think one of the things that's fascinating about 2017 is this direct opposition of the Xbox One X and a Switch. Oh, sure. You know, ha- having this console that it, it does not claim to be the best-looking console um, that are releasing games where it's like obviously something will look better on Xbox One X than a Zelda or a Mario Odyssey. Um, but, or a Doom on Switch. Or a Doom on Switch. Yeah. But it's that question of what like to, for hubris is that's really important like having that extra person or having having these little tiny details for me as a giant red den fan it's not as important so it's interesting to compare people that are more excited because this console can make console games look better than they possibly can versus me who's wondering like what are some of these maybe rare indie gems or like some old pc games or stuff that i didn't get a chance to play that are now coming to switch you know, and, uh, you know, it's interesting the industry is now open for both of these things. It would seem like yes. one would win and beat the other. Yeah. But it's interesting that we're kind of pursuing both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. The, the, the more, and, and not to just go back to the Switch, but like the more I think about the Switch, I think about the, the Nintendo's not making consoles anymore. They, they basically just upped their handheld game. Yeah. And this, the Switch is just like the best handheld they've ever made. And the Wii U is like their last console. I'll disagree like, with it, Jones. Now we're, now we're investing in this thing you can always take with you. I'll disagree because they're also working on online. They want you to plug it in and play online games. They, they, yeah. It's still a console. They still want you to plug it in and play it on your TV a lot. But the idea of yeah, like having a Nintendo, have a portable Nintendo console playable on a television yeah. is years old. Years, 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 years. That's yes. gone back a while. It's really just streamlined now yeah. uh, that it's so easy. And you're right because um, your 3DS can play online too, so it's not really a distinction. Uh, yeah. And, Jones, you bring up a great point in that the Xbox One X has sold well, Switch has sold well, PlayStation 4 has sold well. Everybody sold well this year. It's a huge year for hardware sales. Gamers won 2017. Yeah. Hey. And, I mean, we're reviewing the year. That's, we're going to have to keep that in mind. I do want to talk about the best-reviewed games of the year. And So uh, basically what I did here, uh, I went to Open Critic and I just looked at like the games that had the highest score. Mm-hmm. I had to, Exciting. I just kind of like plucked some out because some of them like don't make sense really in, in accordance to this list. Uh, Mario's number one. Mario's the best reviewed game of the year. Super Mario Odyssey, a a, a 3D platformer, uh, kind of exploration based. Just it happened. It came out and it was very well reviewed. Uh, but that wasn't all. Uh, Zelda, Breath of the Wild, number two most best reviewed game of the year. It's crazy how well reviewed these games are. I used to think that like we wouldn't crack 95 anymore on Metacritic on or Open Critic in this case. Like I used to think that was not possible, but they're just like, now nah, we got this. <laughs> Home run. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like it's one thing to launch a console, yeah, and have it be awesome, like an awesome piece of hardware that is the Switch. You can take it anywhere, but to have the games to back it up too in its first year, yeah. not even a year has gone by. Mm-hmm. Crazy. You ready for more crazy? Yeah. Third highest reviewed game? Persona 5. <laughs> yes. Actually checking Third? the stats. Wow, there it is. Yeah, there they are. Three? Yes. Wow. Isn't that fun, though? Persona 5 showing up? Easy Alex. Five stars, baby. <laughs> Helping it out. Probably contributed. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah, Probably contributed to that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Persona 5 is a long JRPG about <laughs> some kids in high school. Here we go. Going about their daily lives and then uh, being heroes in a dream realm. 
and Hero's too cool for Kyle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, I, I think, like, it's worth noting how huge this game is this year. It's it's worth noting. Like, Nominated for a Game Award. It, it, yeah. Big deal. Yes. Persona's always gotten nods in the past, but I don't think it has reached this kind of like critical mass it hasn't that it definitely has like persona has become like one of the premier same with yakuza series. dude like this oh, yeah. year yeah. man Mir and yakuza and, and Mir. gravity rush and there's yeah. a lot of games like this okay yeah that i'm used these... to i'm used to hearing about because i work in this industry <laughs> yeah. yeah and because i'm connected to people like ben or people like damiani or people like they're yeah. like no this this actually was fun or or you know i, I get all these review scripts and because i read them all and so every now and then i'm like oh neat that that game was maybe better than i was expecting or i didn't really understand what was so special about that game yes and it seems like the industry has really taken note yeah, and I, uh, I just, I honestly do feel. I know a lot of people say Persona Four is better. I just feel like this is. Wait, people say that? Yes. People really love Whoa. Persona Four. Oh. I love Persona Four. Yeah. I love but you would 5. still, you would still say Five is better. I just yeah, feel like, I feel like it's, it's just like a, it just clicks better. I, I, I think it might be. I, I understand there are probably aspects of Four that are better, but I feel like mm-hmm. Five is just a better game. I think so. Like Near Automata is a better game than Near. No one would question that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's that wasn't that hard. Worth to the do. while, there's a better yes. game than Skyward Sword. It's just you know. Oh. <laughs> yes, Jones. It's hard for me to refute it, Jones. It's rude. <laughs> what was rude. last like That's actual official Mario? Like That's what did Odyssey rude. usurp? What was it? Uh, New Super Mario Brothers? No, for the, it's, uh, no, no. It's Mario 3D World. Uh, 3D World for the Wii. Yeah. that was the, yeah. What I got bought, what came with my Wii U. Back oh then, yeah, right. yeah. That's the one. I mean, with the cats. News. The yeah. Meow Meow Mario. Got it. Yes. Some people say it's not fair to compare those two, that they're of, of a different lineage, but yeah, it's complicated. They're a different time period of Nintendo. Yeah. That's what was so crazy about Zelda and Mario. Then it's just like, wow, they're really going to turn Zelda on its head and make a totally different Zelda game? Well, mm-hmm. we'll see. Uh, yeah. And they're like, oh, really? They're going to go back to the roots of Mario? We'll see. And like, yes, both. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Wait, Darmio, do you think the next Zelda, or do you think another like mainline Switch Zelda could ever be top down again? Oh, I mean, by like I not mean, not, not, links, can, not link between worlds on handheld like a like oh a big big budget. The answer is no. no. Top, like the dot game no. heroes. You're, no, but, you're gonna okay. get you're gonna get another. You'd either get another link between world style game, mm-hmm. or you'd get the lower budget 3D one, which would be like a a Grezzo style Ocarina of Time 3D Majora's Mask 3D type game. Yeah, where it, it's not pushing for open world. It'd be I I, I would like to see an alternation of. The open air concept of Zelda. Yeah. One team working on that, another working on the more old school traditional Zelda to keep yeah, everyone happy. That'd be so cool. Uh, another one of the best reviewed games of the year: Divinity: Original Sin Two. Nice. Try it out. Yeah. Haven't touched yeah. it. It's just such an interesting. It just exists in such an interesting space. Mm-hmm. I feel like the game is allowed to exist today. Thank you, Kickstarter. Yes. Thank love you, Kickstarter. You. Love Absolutely. you, Kickstarter. Yeah. People are allowed to say, I love this kind of game, I support this kind of game, and when it comes out, yep. again, it re- reaches critical People are success. allowed to say, we want it. Yeah. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, good. It's a beautiful thing. It makes me very, very excited. Uh, skip Mario Kart 8. Skip Mario Kart 8. Should we talk about it as one of the big games of the year? I mean, it's crazy. It's up here with one of these best-reviewed games. A lot of people missed it the first time around. Yeah. You know I love remasters and repackaging games. Like, I think it's cool. Yeah. I mean, Mario Kart is like statistically one of the best-selling franchises on the new Nintendo systems. Usually, it's bigger than Zelda. Usually, yeah. I mean, it should be. always. Yeah, it should yeah. always be. I think the only exception might have been Super Nintendo, maybe. But yeah, like that 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 should be talked about. The fact okay. that it it could come out and it's the second best-selling game of the year behind behind Zelda on on Switch on Switch on yeah. Switch. Sorry, yes, on Switch. 
that that's pretty impressive. Like how many like it for is, a re-release? Yeah, for a re-release, yeah. and it just goes to show how much Nintendo has done right with the Switch. The missed opportunities with the Wii U that people passed up on it the first time. Mm-hmm. That yeah, a lot of people didn't get to experience it. It, it wasn't as simple as like I, I love remaster some remasters too. So, but like Uncharted, I don't feel like a lot of people missed out in any of the yeah. unremastered Mo- versions of Uncharted the Mo- first time. When when yeah. the remasters came out, people were like, "Oh, I never got to play one." That was like the most. Oh yeah, you know, everyone that's in what the I did, yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Nier Automata. I think that's just it's so cool that game was published. Uh, it's just a really cool collaboration. It makes me so excited that you know Platinum got involved. Yeah. I mean, I, I know, like, I just want to say, like, during, like, my stream, I know people got, like, angry at some of my, like, reactions to things in that game. Yeah. But the truth is, regardless of how I feel about that game, it is really good that Square Enix believed in Yoko Taro. Yes. To give him the the, the bigger budget to make this type of game, to yep. deliver this type of game after everything else he's made, because his stuff has, like, like a good cult following, but hasn't translated to sales success. So... Seeing this game get reviewed well, but also sales success, yeah. like even if Feel it good story. even yeah. if it wasn't my favorite game of the year, mm-hmm. I still want to see what he can do. I, I think there there's room for like I think there's room to improve on on Nier Automata. Absolutely, I, I want to see what he does in his next game because I think he can only go up. Because they've already started. We're, yeah, they're they're already they have more faith yeah. in him, and yeah. they're gonna give him more resources. And yeah. he's just like so insane right now, posting. Insta- he has an Instagram account now. Instagram account now where he posts dogs left si- left outside of shops. In yeah, Japan. yeah, I saw that. It's <laughs> funny. Just taking dogs. He's doing that. He, he, do you see his thing about uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp? He says like he wrote yeah, what he his inter- some funny stuff. He, about his interpretation that, yeah. about his, like, the state of humanity and stuff. He wanted to burn it all down. Oh my gosh. Like really good stuff. His really helmet thing. It's like, yeah, like they need to give Yogotaro much more love. Another huge game this year. I, I, it's a story. Horizon Zero Dawn was released this year. This is a uh, Guerrilla Games' first ever RPG, first ever non-kill zone game. I think. Yeah. What? Just the f- they were. They should have been making third-person shooters <laughs> this whole time. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was talking to somebody about that the other day. Right. Just never, never really got into Kill Zone, and I can't believe how not into Kill Zone I was, and how into Horizon I am now. Yeah. How Horizon Two is is very very near. Uh, the top of my anticipation list for well, the on. future. Hold on. Yeah, come on, Jones. It's years away, right? Oh, I hope not. I'm ready. <laughs> you just played Frozen Wild. Yeah, like, ready. More, 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 more. Frozen Two <laughs> next year coming out. <laughs> just finishing your cake and like next week. <laughs> okay, please. Yeah, at the buffet line. Yeah. Yeah. Horizon Two, please. brutal, Jones. But yeah, it's it's such an impressive game, such an impressive uh, turnaround for them. I, I I shouldn't say turnaround like the Killzone games were bad, but. Just to see this come from that studio is so impressive. Switching to such a different style of game. Yes. And really like it being the, so good. Really like the combat mm-hmm. in that game. So really solid. It feels me. so good. Yeah. yeah. You spend a lot of time with that, you get so good at that yeah. bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. It's all about really pinpoint accuracy, learning your enemies. The, like, like arrow, like the like the bolt thing yeah. where you like oh. stick them down. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yep. Yeah. So many different strategies. I, I uh, uh, Some friends of mine are just playing it, and I went over to their house to hang out, and they were like, we're just playing Horizon. Is that okay? And I was like, please. <laughs> and a lot of times, because they, they knew I, I, I had nice. uh, beaten it, a lot of times they would turn and be like, what am I supposed to do here? I'm like, there really isn't a strategy. Like, There's not like, oh, you do this thing with this monster, and then you automatically yeah. win. It's like, eh, I don't know. You can you set up your tiny little traps. You can you know, like pin it to the ground and focus on another person. I love you using a weapon. Go that stealth and sneak up on them. Or, yeah. Those like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. 
The stalkers are one of my favorite enemies in video games. Period. Uh, they're so cool. I love the little saber ones? Uh, They're the they're the the predator things. Yeah. So those the guys that stealth. I love yeah. when they lose you. They could they get like visibly upset. Like they'll just kind of wander around where they think you are and just drop mines. You're like whoa. Like yeah. if they think you're in a bush but they don't know where you are, they'll just start firing at it and just hope they hit you. I love that. I think uh, <laughs> I don't want to go too into this, but it's a thought I just thought of when I'm thinking of Horizon, as opposed to Zelda. I think Horizon pays off on the what happened here. It's very similar. Sure. You, oh, story-wise, definitely. You're, you're in a scenario where something happened a long time ago. Yeah. And I think Horizon, you actually learn interesting things along the way of what happened here. Yeah. And I think it's a huge payoff. Especially near the end. If, you, yeah. if, you're, if you're about halfway through Horizon and you yeah. just need that extra oomph to get to the end, yeah. finish that game. It's that, cool. that, yeah. The best is yet to come. I really like that element of it. Hollow Knight is a game that was well reviewed. I've not played yet. I need oh, to play this. They this, showed some. This they my... showed some vignettes of this at the Game Awards. So I was yeah. like, "Whoa, that crazy level! Look at that!" I hope yeah. it wasn't spoilery. Don't but like, skip. Woo. Yeah, yeah, and more. Mm-hmm. The original don't skip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Lone Echo, best reviewed VR game. Have not played it. Oculus exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got the PSVR in the, in the vibe, but played Echo Arena, which is just a, a mode. In there, and I remember going in. They were like, "It's a little like Ender's Game." And I was like, "Oh no, I'm gonna vomit all over my face playing this." Oh, Felt so good, loved it. Could even just playing for like ten minutes or develop little strategies and oh. get used to the movement of that. And that was just like a mini game in Lone Echo. So. What do we think of VR as a whole in 2017? Ooh, go ahead. You Resident read. Evil Seven oh, is what man. I think. Of what, VR. what does that mean? What is it? What happened? Uh, Resident Evil came out this year, uh-huh. and it supported PlayStation VR. Yeah, entirely. Fulfilled. It fulfilled my wildest dreams, man. (laughs) Being in a like a haunted house, basically, in VR. Yeah, was just. It it was a dream come true. You know, like (laughs) there's one thing playing Resident Evil, like walking through the halls and like a monster comes around the corner, but when you're in VR and you are there and you feel things moving you know you feel a monster down the hall you don't know he's there but you feel him coming and then he comes around the corner or you hear something upstairs like it just brought a whole new level to what horror can be yeah i think a lot of this year it's been a lot of just like oh that was cute Mm -hmm. that was cute with vr games you know what i mean oh it's cute but resident evil 7 is a game that's a full-on game you don't need vr to play that game that's just a full regular game that is also for some reason cross compatible with vr (laughs) yeah uh, that's great. crazy. Yeah. Skyrim this year also is just like, this is the whole game in VR. And I wonder if that will continue. I, I would say that trend began this year. I wonder if we'll see that continue. The entire game is playable in VR as opposed to, and there's a special VR mode. The re-release of Second Runner uh, and Zone of the Enders. They're, oh, yeah. They're doing that as well. Yep. The VR one. I wonder uh, at the end of the day how well Star Trek sold across the board i wonder what it sold most bridge on crew. star trek bridge, bridge crew, crew right? yeah. yeah i wonder if it sold most on psvr yeah i wonder or, that too. Uh, if people were really hunting that down on oculus revive that was incredible though that was so, so what was that? that's a game that how, came out this how year. quickly you can team up with people like how how fast you can find a party because there were three different platforms all playing together oh, mm-hmm. that's um, great. how yeah how how true to star trek that was yes. almost to a fault yeah the pace of it is just real slow <laughs> but uh just how much it embraced that was the kind of game i would have conceived of in like sixth grade and i they made it you know yeah. like it just wouldn't seem it just it seemed like that wouldn't get out of the the pitch room that they'd be like yeah it's a really neat idea what you just suggested but i mean who's gonna buy that really mm-hmm. you know and so it's exciting to see where we're at that point of vr where you know vive and oculus and, and sony can play nice yeah it's weird in star trek they're like move power to shields and 
it's just such an interesting activity to actually do that. <laughs> yeah, let's move our power to shields. That, that rules. Let's protect this part of our ship. Let's shoot that thing. Yeah, that's a fun Seriously, game. Seriously, you're, you're, you're a Star Trek ship drive. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. I would have been fine with a VR tour of a bunch of different, like, Starfleet, or this, like, Star Trek. Still waiting ships. on stuff like that. Just, yeah. like, walk through them yeah. in VR. Yeah, or, like, uh, even, like, real-world places, you know? Like, tour the world in VR, man. Let me go to Tokyo in VR yeah. and just, like... Oh, you can do that. We did it on Google Earth. On, yeah. yeah. Waiting for that big Google Earth update. Yeah. yeah whenever right. whenever they announced chunky. that, we're like, yeah. oh, we added a bunch of new stuff to Google Earth. Chunky. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll break it out and jump in. Yeah, that, that was really mm. cool. Yeah. Uh, what Remains of Edith Finch came out this year. Yeah. Just incredible indie game. Love it to death. Just a highlight. A, def- a definite highlight. Mm-hmm. Stoked on that. Cuphead came out this year. Let's talk about Cuphead for a second because I think this game's an achievement. This game, uh, if you haven't heard of Cuphead... Has an old school animation style. Uh, sticks to it with all its heart. Doesn't cheat. Doesn't cheat for a second. Does not bend a frame. Every single frame of animation was hand drawn in this. And it all correlates, it all matches. Um, actually, there are some really cool backgrounds that are kind of like old Popeyes where they're like uh, like miniatures and clay stuff. There's like some stuff like that. Um, just technical marvel. A technical marvel. <laughs> this game has been in development for a long time. There was a point in which this game was just a boss rush game. Mm-hmm. And then they just kept working on it. And what I think they released this year, which has some platforming levels uh, and it's intensely hard. I think, I think in this case, putting it back in the oven was the best thing was the best thing. I think Smart. this game is, is a lot of like, people took their time this year and it paid off. Yes. There, there, was, there wasn't a lot of like, Oh, finally, you know, that's a, uh, that I think even something like a last guardian or final fantasy 15 last year, like those were all hard finally. to shake that vibe. Of yeah. Like, Ah, it took a long time <laughs> to finally get where we are. Like the quality, obviously, is way better than it would have been. But I wonder what the numbers are there. Of like, if they had released it, how much would they have sold versus like how much it cost for them to put it back in the oven and keep working on it and putting all those co- that money into it? I think in this to case, releasing it again. Yeah. I think in this case it was good, Huber. Yeah, I think it would have been poorly reviewed if it were only bosses. Mm-hmm. I honestly think I know it sounds so dumb, but adding platforming levels adds this variety totally. to the package Much that needed. just makes it feel like this world. It makes yeah. it feel like this adventure. Mm-hmm. I think it was the right call. It's Cuphead is it's so cool. It's yeah. so cool that game came out this year. It has two very different difficulty modes. Probably more than that. Doesn't have a scale. They just got easy and hard, man. Easy and hard. I like how easy is. You're you're the adult. You want to show it to your kid. You know, play with them for a little bit. They can just get to the fun parts. Yeah. But then obviously, like the hard mode for. For people that want to stress themselves out. And you will. You will yeah. stress. It is a hard game. I didn't see a lot of people on social media be like, nah, I thought it was easy. Pretty much everybody was pulling their hair out with this oh, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody <laughs> so says nice. it's easy is lying. They're yeah. lying. Yeah. Neo came out this year. Oh, yeah. Isn't that cool? Oh, the, the, the game that probably pains me the most in my backlog. I love that uh, friends of mine finally got it. Their, P- their PS4 broke a long time ago, and they finally just like bought a new one. And so like I'm getting texts a lot where they're just like, "This was good, right? You know, uh, Mass Effect. Did they fix that? What? Mm-hmm. Ha-? You know, just like little updates. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And when I got that text, so it's like Neo was good, right? I like wrote a paragraph. I was like, "Yes, I don't." Oh, <laughs> so your friend was so Neo? much guilt that I've never, you know. Yeah. And, and certainly over it. the holidays, I'm going to be playing Persona and uh, uh, Divinity probably. And sure, <sighs> finally got a feudal Japan game, and I. Sat on right, it, yeah, you know, <laughs> it just came out at a bad time, <laughs> yeah. And I was so soulsed out by then with all the Dark Souls DLC and sure. all like finished all that over the last couple years. And I just like 
needed to step back. I mean, it's worth know? calling this game a Souls game. It is. It is it absolutely 100% yeah. a Souls game. And we realize it's been in development for a long time. The game that released is a Souls game. It is. Yes. But I think differentiates itself enough to be its own game, to be yeah. its own franchise. And I just think it's a really interesting release this year. Mm-hmm. I can't tell if I played the demos too much. Mm-hmm. I know I know, I, I ruined this game for me because I played the demos too much. Yeah. But I don't know if it's okay or if I should have dialed back on the demos and just waited. And, you know, I wonder if I, it's like I had fun with it. Yeah. You know, like I didn't I, I do not have any ill feelings towards Neo at all. I just, I just, I don't think had the staying power when the game finally launched because I put like 30 hours but know, Jones, cumulatively I, I in those demos. As someone who has to be on a podcast and talk about video games, I think you know enough about Neo to speak to it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think you did fine. Yeah. It's okay. I'd love to go back though. <laughs> Maybe Neo 2. SteamWorld Dig 2 is up there. Yeah. Wow, that is well reviewed. That. It's like yeah. the Easy Ally secret. It's one of my favorite games of the year. Right here. Stands yeah. down. Sneaks in it is. Sneak Goaty right yeah. here. Yeah. I, I honestly want this nominated for a Goaties. Really? I really do. You're that positive on this game. I am obsessed with this game. I love this game. Why? I love this game. Why? It's just a 2D platformer. Vibes. Mm. No. Vibes. It's got design. Level design. Like yep. that classic Metroidvania. Get an item. And like... Every time you get an item in this game... It completely changes the way you interact with the entire game. And they do that like seven times. It's like, <laughs> you get this. And then like all these possibilities open up. Combat's really cool. The music is great. It's got a top tier economy. Good economy. Great economy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's really cool. Like it there, it ties into SteamWorld Heist and SteamWorld Dig 1 a little bit. It's really yeah. cool. and. Don't skip it. Please don't skip that wow, game. Wow, that's, that's an official don't skip for Michael Huber. I love it. Oh, that game's so good. I really want to talk about this Empowering. next game a lot. You feel powerful by the end of that game. Yeah. You do. It takes Wait, a while to get night, there, though. Night and day. By the time yeah. you're done and you get the last thing, you're just like, and I, love that. I own this game. <laughs> yeah, Jones, it's not just owning enemies. It's not just beating enemies quickly. It is traversing quickly. Yeah. And, and, and digging faster. And just, you know, you feel like you own and the map. And you know? one of my favorite things in games, what, if you 100% it, you get rewarded with something really cool. It's worth it. And I love when games do that. When, yes. you, when you are rewarded for doing all the optional mm-hmm. stuff in a meaningful way. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. I yeah. still got to, to, to catch up and do that. But I think, I think it's the difference between getting a power and ability like that and being like, oh, oh, there was that place back in the beginning. I should probably go back there. Versus, <laughs> ooh, oh, I want to go back to that area. You know, like, oh, I can't wait. You know, yeah. like that that first yes. area you go through, yeah. like the introduction, you're like, oh, this is just the intro road before I get to the town. Oh, and you're there were like, like oh, three baby. or four moments of that game where it was like, oh, I'm going back. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I can't wait. Yeah. I do. I love it when, when games hide their, oh, I'm going back. And you're like, oh, that thing back there. Yeah. I love that. This next game, we t- actually, we've talked about it on this podcast a lot this year. I'm just fascinated by this game. Injustice 2 reviewed very well this mm-hmm. year. Injustice 2 is a fighting game starring DC characters from NetherRealm Studios. One of the best story modes in a fighting game. Such good humor. Ever. Oh, really humor. good humor. You're right, Jones. Oh. Nice thing to point out. It was funny. Mm-hmm. But just great, like, asides. Like, they get... Uh, 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 Green Arrow and uh, they go up to fight Bane. Yeah, and he's just like, "Let's snip his tubes." And Green Arrow's like, "Ouch!" Yeah, you know? and it's like little. Oh, that's, so good. You're right. That's perfect. <laughs> What's up? Should what? Nether Realm write the write the DC movies? Honestly, they should. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not even trolling. <laughs> they should. It's a, it's a better Justice League story than the movie we saw. Jeez, it mm-hmm. is. Uh, 
to me it was a little bit like Superman. I'm just bad now. It's like very simple Superman. But yeah, really and Wonder cool Woman story. was <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny too. Like I love how much they built it up and how much they showed the separation of these people. You had like people that were friends, and then the next they're enemies, and this this line that's like shifting between you know who's the the, the quote unquote good guys, bad guys in the yeah. DC universe. And then at the end, they're like, and now it's time for the final decision. Will it be Batman? I'm like, Batman. Like, yeah. There's also Superman. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, after all that work, after how invested <laughs> in I was, it's like, yeah. that's the easiest decision yes. in the world every time. It doesn't matter. Uh, Even if I disagree with Batman and Batman. <laughs> it is insane, though, we've had this discussion for a fighting game. Yeah. yeah. We're not talking about our mechanics. We're not talking about how annoying the projectiles are in the meta. It's just that this is a fighting game with a really fun story, and it, it was received well and sold well. I just think and awesome. and yeah. another big point was the the multiverse. It was such a, like, I'm terrible at fighting games. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, fighting games are really intimidating. Yes. Uh, you go online, and, and it's it's a very, very steep learning curve. you got to get through, you know, people trolling you and, and cheesing you, and, and people are really good at these games. It was great to have the multiverse as a single player kind of RPG mode so you can beat the oh, story. Oh, you get new gear? And yeah, things? you beat okay. the story mode and then like if you still don't want to play online with people, you can still go to the multiverse and have a great time for a long time. That's cool. In the game. And That's really cool. There were all these different challenges and yeah. It's cool. Making their characters look goofy too, which a lot of people were scared to do this here. We talk about that with Battlefront, where it's like, oh no, 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 you can't. There can't be a pink Vader. That uh, <laughs> yeah, like there should be. <laughs> that would be fun. Yes. You know, like if you separate that, we talked about how good that story was and how serious it was, mm-hmm. and like how there's some really dramatic moments in that. Yeah, uh, there's har- great Harlequin moments. I thought I loved yeah. her storyline in that. Yeah, but at the same time, we got pink Batman or the weird like you know Green yeah. Lantern with all sorts of crazy like accoutrements on him, and like it's not like one is not hurting the other. They can exist both at the same time. Accoutrements. Great yeah. word. Great, Great word, word, Jones. Great word. Good stuff. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy accoutrements. New Year. Fiduciary accoutrements. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Uh, we're going to have to blast through some. We're way over. But Sonic Mania came out this year. Sonic oh, Mania yeah. is so wow. cool. Uh, just I'm holding out hope for Streets of Rage Mania, man. One day. Bumped, it, bumped into a colleague yeah. at the Far Cry thing. He's like, what was your soundtrack of the year? I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know, This was good. Persona was great. Uh-huh. You know, And he's like, Sonic Mania, hands down. It's like, a really right. good soundtrack. It's a really good soundtrack. It's just fascinating. The game was made by people who used to make Sonic fan games. Sega listened. Hey, we're hiring you for this mobile version of the game. Oh, you did a great job with Sonic that. fan games. Yes. Yeah. Foreign distinction. Is that an important distinction? Who's uh, making I, 3D Sonic fan games? Well, I mean, <laughs> some people are, but I think it's an important <laughs> distinction that Sonic Mania, awesome, great game, well, well reviewed. Oh, we'll get to the stinkers. We're, yeah, we're, we're, that's a whole separate just, part just, of the podcast. Yeah, just remember that. Just remember that. You get to the, the put official, a pin in that The one. official yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, what's the wait, really quick, Kyle? What do you yeah. think the future of uh, that franchise is? I think I think this team will absolutely be allowed to make another Sonic game. Hubert, I don't know if they have passion for anything other than Sonic games. Do you think they'll do a, like a Sonic Mania two though? Or? Yeah, yeah. Oh okay. yeah. I don't think it'll be a Streets of Rage yeah. Mania. That's right, a pipe dream. It's a pipe dream. But I'll hope. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they're so good. There's they, <laughs> yeah. they everything's so perfect. I would love to see them do anything but a Sonic game and really go off in other directions. But you know what they did worked so well, and you know how could they say no? Metroid: Samus Returns came out this year. Uh, Against all odds, that was crazy. Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, announced at E3 officially, teased E3 prior, uh, and then came out this year. Favorite weapon of 2017 is Wolfenstein. Can you say it? It's this giant laser gun, Mm -hmm. and it gives you this gun for the entire game. Like, you can get it all the time. All right. The first time that drops, though, you, like, kill the thing carrying it, and you see it glowing, like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you just vaporize Nazis. And they know it. It's fun to aim it at a guy and have, like, nope, nope, nope. It's like, you can see him taking off. 
What? Laser. They run away from this gun? If you like aim it at someone, it like yeah. it takes a while to like rev up. I definitely saw guys being like, no. Yeah. I love I'm not going to stand in the middle of this hallway and get hit by that thing. <laughs> uh, the only good part of Iron Man 3 uh, he's uh, he gets what? his suit back. Iron Man gets his suit back, yeah. and there's some thugs who are like shooting at him. And he's like, he's there's one guy who's like pointing his gun at him, and uh, Iron Man like puts his hand toward him, and he goes, you know what, you know what? And he drops his gun. I hate these guys. They're weird. <laughs> and he leaves. That's I just good. want that to happen in video That's games. Good. The only good part of That's Iron the only, Man. Oh, Iron Man Three. Yes, Iron, Iron Man, Man Three is bad. largely trash, but oh. I just largely I need to see that in video games wow. so much yeah. more. You know what? I just I hate these guys. It's fine. <laughs> What game has that where dudes will give up? They'll, they'll and you actually get penalized for for shooting them after they give Metal up. Metal Gear Solid Two. Well, there's some up. game yeah, recent. There's some game this year. Battle, battle, Battlefield Hardline. You can like arrest them. I don't know. Uh, there's Bad Boys Miami Takedown. Maybe like the Division. Okay. Moving on. All right. Moving on. Assassin's <laughs> Creed. Uh, <laughs> Shovel Knight Specter Torment. Highly yeah. reviewed. Came out this year. Resident Evil Seven. We we alluded oh, to yeah. earlier. That's yeah. Such a huge release. Good stuff. Resident Evil 7. Good stuff. Like, think about what that may- means. I know. When you think about all yes. the games that you've mentioned now, yeah. I had the most uncertainty going into RE7. Yeah. I, I cracked open RE7 being like, okay, <laughs> like, let's see what we got. Mm-hmm. And it was so unbelievably satisfied. Yeah. Which is hilarious that I haven't played it in VR because I played that game four times. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then by the time VR four came around. Four yeah. yeah. Wow. I talked to you so much about it. First pass on the first playthrough. Second time, trying to do everything. Missed the bobbleheads. Third time, to only get a separate achievement. Didn't care about the bobbleheads. Got them anyway. Nice. (laughs) Just like, because I just had it memorized by that point. And then the fourth obligatory playthrough, because I'd unlocked everything. I was like, I'll just play it again, just for an hour, and then play the whole thing again. This (laughs) this might be our sneaky goatee. What? RE7. RE7, baby. Jones played it four times, Sneaky goatee. The dialogue is good. It's okay. There's, like some, there's it. some moments in that that are pretty cheesy. Sure. But, uh, um, spooky. <laughs> spooky, spooky game. Great uh, premise. My note moments. Awesome payoffs. Yes. Great DLC. One of my favorite horror characters of video games, period. Yeah. Who is it? Um, spoilers, dude. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, spoilers. Next Machina came out this year. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. The yep. arcade is dead after its release. One of the hardest oh. final bosses I've played this year. Whoa. Insane, Ooh. dude. There's some a skull boss, dude. It's nice. so hard. Love that. And the game... If you play it on easy, you don't get to play the final level. Damiani played on easy. You can no, tell. I didn't, no, you I can didn't, tell. I didn't win. There's like some yeah. crazy I got, skull I game, thing. I got a game over and gave up at a certain point. Yeah. The it's final a hard game. boss. It might have been that. I lost it. So hard. Yeah. Crazy hard. I lost at something. I was like, yeah. I was like, okay. I got it. It was cool. It was just to try it out. Yeah, because Zero came out this year. It's just another one of those where it's just like, wow, you know what? These games are getting attention now, and it feels good. Can't wait for it to come to Switch. Yep. Yakuza and Switch, baby. Stop that. Uh, Just sell so much. Total War Warhammer 2, I don't know a lot about, but got great reviews. Warhammer series. Still going strong. Great open world. Yeah. Or not open world, but great great uh, world map. Great overworld. Blue armored stuff. You like that? With the huge shoulder pads? No, that's like the iconic thing about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Warhammer's huge, though. Warhammer's huge. It's never going away. Cool. Well, they're apparently still making good games, despite the strong franchise. Or, you know with that strong franchise. And then before we move on from games, I want to give a special shout out to Ubisoft. Because not a lot of these are, were like in the best reviewed, but Ubisoft had a really cool year that I want to take note of. Uh, because Rainbow Six Siege survived this year. They announced mm-hmm. a new season. Oh, yeah. Ghost Recon Wildlands, one of the best selling games of the year. Crazy. Despite, Predator, dude? Yes. Great. Saw that right? Yeah. Why are we not playing I know. co-op Predator right now, Hubert? Wait, what's up? You Predators in Predator. Wildlands. Yeah. Yeah. The, like predator. the Predator. Yes. The actual the predator. predator. You no. can play four-person yeah. co-op versus the Predator. Oh, and one person is a Predator? 
No, the Predator's AI, I believe. Oh, okay. We got to hunt down the Predator yeah, while it's like it hunts us. Yeah, it's a story mission. That's so cool. What a weird crossover. Yeah. Bizarre. No way. Awesome. Okay. A lot of bizarre crossovers this year. Uh, For Honor came out this year. For Honor is a huge success for them. Uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle came out this year. A huge success. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, huge success. A lot of these just announced at E3, by the way. Uh, and lastly, wasn't taken over by Vivendi all year long. And huh. South Park did well. Totally forgot that was Ubisoft. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that. You're right, Jones. Really just Steve good. got some DLC? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. Yeah, good year for them. Good year for Ubisoft. Love and Ubisoft. I remember... I started this year panicking that they were going to be taken over at any moment. Vivendi Can was that in, still happen? making moves. So what they're doing Dude. to counter it... Hubert's so weird. Uh, the Gimos are buying more of their own stock. They're buying more of their own company. And didn't, didn't Vivendi yeah. say they're going to hold off for a certain amount of months now? Yeah, or something? Vivendi's pumping like, the brakes. Yeah. So it could still happen. Oof. But they're they're working against it. Ubisoft okay. is working against the buyout. Okay. Really Do you all hear that? Mm. It sounds like it's podcast halftime. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of December. Don't forget PUBG came out this year as well. I talk about PUBG. Sweet Justice, a sound design company based in England that's worked on Battlefield, Mirror's Edge, Injustice 2, Call of Duty, Cuphead, which were all discussed during this podcast, and a load of indies. Check out their website at www.sweetjustice.audio. Brent Klaus. Brent Klaus is a 2D animator and illustrator specializing in motion graphics and art direction. He produces animated content for brands using bold colors, fun character animation, and will sneak in a video game reference wherever he can. You can find him and his work on Twitter at Brent Klaus. Scorn! An atmospheric horror adventure, currently in development at Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. JoJo Dentco, your friendly automotive dent repair expert. If you are currently an EZA patron and are in the Denver metropolitan area, tweet at Fastmower if you would like to have your minor door dings repaired free of charge. Mango. Hogue Law, business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hogue started Hogue Law to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the allies. Check him out at hoeglaw.com. Critical Reviews. Do you enjoy podcasts about video games, movies, and TV shows? Do you like Twitch streams? Do you like reviews? Then you should watch EZA. When you're all caught up on EZA and need more content, check out Critical Reviews. Everything that makes EZA great but on a way smaller budget. Watch Jimmy Good, Joe Lever, and Thomas Yang talk about the pop culture you care about and host Jolly Game Streams. Join the Legion at Critical Reviews on YouTube, Twitch, and Patreon, and follow Go Critical on Twitter. L. Fanis. Cartridge Club. At its core, the Cartridge Club is like a book club for gamers. Every month, you're invited to play along at your own pace, sharing your thoughts in the forums, and enjoying a wrap-up podcast with special guests selected from the community. It's a warm and welcoming place made up of content creators and gaming enthusiasts, and we want you to come join in the fun. Head over to cartridgeclub.org to find out more. I, Keyless. Since 2002, iKeyless is specialized in replacement automotive keys and remotes. They can save you up to 75% off of dealerships' prices. Visit their updated website at iKeyless.com and use promo code EZA at checkout 
for free shipping and an additional 17% off of your order. Jigarbov Productions. As his last podcast halftime for now, Jigarbov wanted to thank Brandon and the rest of the allies for letting him have some fun with these podcast halftimes. You can always count on him lurking in the comments, but hey, since there's a new slot that opened up, consider supporting the Easy Allies by going to patreon.com slash easyallies and supporting this wonderful group of people. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors throughout all of 2017. Well done, sponsors. I like Jigarbov's throwing it. That well, The last opportunity to promote Jigarbov Productions and instead promotes us. That's too kind. It's way too. He's a gentleman. Go download Jigarbov's stuff on Minecraft. Uh, Jones, you were right. I totally forgot PUBG because I thought it was safe just to pluck the best-reviewed games. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that didn't end up on like the best-reviewed list, but that's a huge game of 2017. Hey, Fortnite. Huge. Just Battle Royale in general. Battle Royale in general. Wee. Well, no. Jones, it's those two games. <laughs> it's those two games on the top of Twitch. It's those two games that are really riding the wave. I, I, there, there are other Battle Royale forms in other games, but those two are the, the highest. Those are the ones who are really profiting from this the most. Really crazy year for, for that. 2018 mm-hmm. will have many a Battle Royale. How many? Look out. How many? I don't know how many standalone games, yep. but it will be implemented into many games. Halo. Battlefield. Halo's got, Halo's Battlefield. Got it. Yep. Halo. Yep. I could see Red Dead Redemption 2 mm-hmm. having a Battle Royale. Yep. Oh, yeah. Splatoon 2. Is there a new Halo in development? I don't know what Halo's up yeah, to. What's up, what's up with Halo? 343 is always working on Halo. What's up with Halo? Halo? They're yeah. always working on Halo. There is a new Halo in development. Where's, what number are we on? Six. Six. No, Halo no, no. Five was wrong. Well, We're not, yeah, no, no more numbers. Didn't they say they're killing the numbers? They're, yeah. yeah so That's no why he was numbers. Okay, Halo Retribution. Halo yeah. Retribution. Halo Judgment. <laughs> judgment. Well, I like Retribution. Halo <laughs> Annihilation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Halo Janus. Uh, okay. So. <laughs> Halos. <laughs> Halo Z. Halo with a Z. Halos. <laughs> Zombies in Halo? Halo Z. I'm playing Halos. Halos. I'm playing Halos. There's another Master Chief. Good sponsorship opportunity with yeah. the, the orange makers. Halos. What? Yep, those little tiny those oranges. Halos, little yeah. Tangerines. And they're called Halos? They're like yeah. sold in okay. the little bags. So like Chief like just like bum, slams bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This next part isn't very fun. I want to talk about uh, games getting canceled, Wait. studios closing. What's wrong? Ooh. Really quick, Kyle. Yeah. I know you don't really like competitive multiplayer shooters. Yeah. Ooh. Um... Do you like Battle Royale modes, though? I haven't tried them. I don't have the interest, though. I'd like you to that. play one. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's unique, man. you oh, I, you, you got to check it out just to feel yeah, attention. Yeah. I've never been so scared running through a beautiful environment before. Sure. I've never just gone with the trees and fields being like, I'm going to die immediately. Like, like when you play Counter-Strike or something, it's like, I'm just used to these. T- I'm used to small hallways and, like, there's a death around every corner. But it's it, that's a really interesting thing looking out onto the horizon. And, Kyle, like, you, you, love, small movements. you love sniping. And it shifts the objective from killing the opponent to just survival. Yeah. Like, you just survive. Yeah, but you gotta... I could see you digging it. You gotta run with the rings, though, too. Yeah, but I could see you, like, crouching down in some bush and just hanging out. For as long as I can. Yeah. Um, Do we think at this point next year we're only talking about two contenders? Will somebody usurp them? Usurp. Yeah, I just wonder. Because, Jones... uh, What are you talking about? Battle Royale is actually trending up. Only in Battle Royale? Battle Royale... uh, Sorry, uh... Pub? Fortnite. Fortnite, Fortnite yeah. Battle Royale is actually like trending up. Like mm-hmm. it, It's coming up on PUBG in, in a scary way, probably because that's the free-to-play one yeah. uh, that's not $30. And so, yeah, I just I wonder like I wonder how stable that is. I wonder how stable PUBG's dominance is. Nothing's going to like take its place, but mm-hmm. I think it, it, imagine Minecraft to a Dragon Quest Builders. 
I think you'll see some, maybe another sure. franchise do their own fun thing with it yeah. that won't beat it, but won't feel like copycat. We're just like, oh, tune out of that because, you know, like, oh, original idea. It's like, oh, it's kind of fun that you adapted that to Halo or something else and came up with your own fun ideas. It'd be yeah. fun to, like, do the forge in a, in a, in a uh, battle royale mode. Create do- your own maps. Oh, you know? yes. Yeah. Well, I think kind of the fun is that people memorize the maps, right? No, they're random. I mean, you can. I think you memorize locations. Yeah. But I think the, the, maps, the, are, item drops the maps are, are random, right? The item drops, the are, item random. drops are random. Yep. There's two maps now. Uh, okay, so what? I, the sad part is I want to talk about uh, games getting canceled, studios closing, but it's part of what happened this year. It's going to be part of our review. We have to factor that into yeah. what, how we score it. Yeah. Gotcha. Scalebound was canceled on January 9th. <sighs> Scalebound, the huge Xbox exclusive developed by Platinum, uh, Ride and Dragons, just flat out canceled. Hideki Kamiya. Yep. A legend. Yes. The director of my favorite game of all time. Get in the shaft. Resident Evil 2? Mm-hmm. Nice. Favorite game of all time. Yep, we got to get it in the Hall of Greats. What are we doing? I'm like waiting for all the... That's fr- it. That's the thing. I'm waiting for all the freaking yeah, Chrono Triggers exactly, and Zeldas exactly. and Marios uh, to, uh, and somebody, Final Fantasies. So is playing a long game too. Yeah, I'm I got a super angry game. message from somebody who's yeah. like, I am ashamed of you that you have not offered up Final Fantasy VI waiting yeah. I'm like, yeah. I am not offering up Final Fantasy VI to have it lose. Because yeah. it would have lost a Chrono Trigger. not going right. to happen. Six would have lost a Chrono Trigger. I'm going to wait yeah. to when we're like talking yeah. about like yeah. Pong and like, yeah, this weird game. And like, oh yeah? Final. It's like, all right, Jones. Okay, fine. Yeah. You know? But the thing is, Jones, I, I snuck in Pokemon because of because uh, of Chrono Trigger's dominance. There was not a large margin between the second and third and fourth place. Yeah. You got lucky. I got lucky, man. <laughs> like you could get lucky with Final Fantasy VI. I don't know. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Too much risk. Scalebound was canceled. That was just crazy. Uh, Xbox ran out of really attractive uh, uh, exclusives little by little. Uh, Crackdown Three still exists. State of Decay Two still exists. Uh, see if Thieves still exists and of course we know the Coalition's working on more Gears and 343 is working on more Halo I kind of like where we're all at like Nintendo's got I think the most interesting headlines of the year they're mm-hmm. probably going to get the most game of the year nods just you know putting that on the table yep uh, Xbox has got the most powerful console Sony's got the best library yep yay yeah. <laughs> everyone's a winner it's a nice, it's a nice place to wrap up and obviously said, PC's yeah. kicking ass like PC has the most popular game of the year yeah it's great mm-hmm. feels good uh, several of the most popular because we're still yeah. looking at Dota, we're still looking at League of Legends, sure. like, we're still looking at CS:GO. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, everybody's doing well, uh, except for Gorilla Cambridge, which was shut down this year. You might say, "What is Gorilla Cambridge?" Uh, that was the studio uh, used to be known as Sony Computer Entertainment Europe, uh, Cambridge. They made the Frogger game from 1997. You ever played that? Okay. Yep. 1997. I believe we have an official yes. Easy Allies copy of that. Nice. I think somebody gifted us. That's over there. It was absolutely like a, that was a Christmas present. Just like everybody loves Frogger. And they're like, oh, here's Frogger. And it's like, not too bad. Why do I feel like Frogger's Konami? Whoa. Is Frog- I think Frogger is originally a Konami. Punished but it- Frogger. Yeah, they did. Okay. Uh, Medieval, they made Medieval, one and two, ah. this studio. Ah. Uh, more recently, Killzone on Vita and Riggs. That oh, studio Killzone on Vita is good. Shut down completely, just gone. Boof. Yeah, Riggs. With that legacy, though, it's crazy. Riggs! What happened to, I guess Riggs launched and was okay. Yeah. Killzone on PS4. That happened, we're over that, okay. Uh, was it uh, Vita? I have Vita down here. What, yeah, I feel like maybe there's a PSP one also. There's sure a there PSP one. resistance game. That, oh, no. yeah. I remember playing Killzone on some portable, on PSP, but game right? trailers... It might have been. I'm going to hand Vita. you the prove it ticket, Damiani. Okay. You played a Killzone game on PSP? On handheld. No, on handheld. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm, okay, not, I'm right. not sure if it was Vita I feel or like PSP. it was PSP. All right, here we got to look it up. Okay. Okay. okay uh, anyway, that studio was shut down. So, wait, what's the question? I want to see if I can get this. What's the Killzone game on PSP? Yes. Was Killzone, Killzone Mercenary? Was Killzone on PSP or Vita? I think it was on or, PSP. 
Okay. I think it, believe it was called Killzone Mercenary. And then check to see if that was Gorilla Cambridge. Maybe I effed that up. Uh, Bioware Montreal was absorbed into Motive Studios at mm. EA. Killzone Liberation. Oh, PSP. Crazy. Oh. All right, there it is. That's but I it. think there is also one on And Vita. then Mercenaries is the one that this studio made, and that is a Vita game. Killzone Mercenary. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. I played Liberation. Yeah. So it was Liberation's all ended really up right. good. Is that a first-person mm. game, too? No, it was like a tactical over oh. overmap type. Dude. Yeah. It's cool. Good. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Are we going to get some weird strategy Horizon game on Vita now? No. <laughs> no, Not with the studio coming. The studio's gone. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. Uh, so on August 1st, this weird thing happened because what I presumed to be one of the biggest hits of the, the year proved not to be. Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm. Huge bomb. Uh, ha- launched with multiple issues. And so that studio who made that game just absorbed into EA Motive is now working. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about that next. Let's just talk about that. The visceral star wars game um is, is gone uh amy hennig star wars game gone that visceral shut down entirely do we know where amy hennig went she's still with ea okay they said we'll talk about her future eventually mm-hmm. she's still there who knows what they'll give her i hope they're just like they give her the joseph ferris treatment and just like do whatever yeah Great. just do whatever you want take as many years as you want anyway uh, EA Motive took over that game, and then uh, I guess a lot of people from the old Mass Effect team working on EA Motive with EA Motive now. Uh, crazy EA business this year. Mass Effect basically is done as a franchise for now. What did EA do right this year? Jones, I love Dude, a question. legitimate question. I'm really not trying to stoke Let's do anything. It. Let's I, do I would it. like to know. Sports, obviously. Like um, you, you were saying, uh, yeah. oh no, NBA 2K team is not. Right, right. Yo, we're gonna, I'm sure we're going to get into Star Wars Battlefront 2, but. We're not. That, like, that was. Let's do it. I don't want to plan to talk about it. So let's the do that fact now. that they removed the microtransactions. Yeah. And like they did it. They did two things in a row. They reduced the cost of Luke and Vader immediately when people yeah. were pissed. Yeah. Then they removed the microtransactions. Like, what they did with the loot crates and everything is terrible. Mm-hmm. But I really appreciate that they listened mm-hmm. to the backlash. I, I mean, it. Like, sure, you can say that they were backed into a corner and they had to. Yeah. But they didn't That's have to. That's what John to. says. John says it's all calculated. Yeah, but they did say that they made a mistake. That was one of the things yeah. I was waiting for. I appreciate that language. Yeah. So as a as a consumer, like, I, I appreciate that move. Sure. Like, people weren't giving them credit for even doing that, you know? And I'm I'm over here saying, like, dude, good. Yeah, like, good on yeah, them, yeah. you know? I mean, some people think they knew better, and they shouldn't have done it in the they first place. They shouldn't have done it in the first place, like, uh, of yeah, course. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that, there, there's no rules to this. Like, some people just aren't willing to give it all. They, like, think, like, it was calculated, it was done intentionally and stuff like this. This was, like, their emergency plan. But they, they wanted, with all intentions, they wanted this to work. Mm-hmm. Other people, like, yeah, whatever. They tried something... Maybe they weren't as, like, you know, like, evil, you know, plans behind it and stuff. Maybe they're like, this is the future. We need a solution to supporting these types of games. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, okay, we didn't know people get this angry. Whoops. Okay. Like, yeah. we'll try and fix it. But Jones, I think their biggest success might be the announcement of Anthem. I think if okay. EA yeah, is looking at success. 2017, yeah, and and even that's kind of tepid. I think no, I I think there's not a huge hype for Anthem, dude. The way Destiny Two is trending right now, man, Anthem is poised to strike. What? Yeah, I think they're sweating. I think they're like, oh no, maybe the the Destiny the Two well, now isn't better, that strong. No, I'm saying, okay, because Destiny 2 in the last couple of weeks has been yeah. trending down. Right. Curse of Osiris was a failure. So you're saying Anthem is spotting a weakness. Yes. There's Anthem is so much spot. of Anthem we have yet Anthem to is see ready it. to strike on that. Okay. I think that there's this fatigue in those types of games. I think 
talking about earlier with, with uh, PUBG and Fortnite. Drop in, I, I baby. Those are the new hotness. That's yeah. what everyone wants. Those types of games either need to evolve and add that type of stuff. Like, watch Destiny adds like you know <laughs> battle royale mode or something. Yeah. And there you go. Yep. You better. You better. Yep. This trends just change like that. Yeah. That's what you got to do to keep up with online games. Yeah. Uh, lastly, uh, IO Interactive was dropped by Square Enix in March, but then they announced their independence yeah. in June. And stuff. Yeah. This is actually a good one. Yeah. yeah. This is a happy story. I'm glad. IO Interactive was like. One of my, like maybe my first favorite studio growing up. Mm, cool. Yeah. Just because you see him at the beginning of Hitman games. Yep. Like Hitman and and I'm drawing a blank right now, but yeah, I love IO. It's cool. One of your favorite studios you drew. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm sick, man. Okay. Cut All me right. some slack. I'll cut you that slack. All right. It's because everyone was worried that when Square Enix was gonna get rid of them or shopping them around that. We didn't know initially if the, the Hitman IP was going with them or not. Every other studio yeah. would talk about when they when the studios are gone, they get shut down and everybody has to leave. And in yeah. this case, yeah, they they uh, then they let them keep the IP. They let it's them like here you go, uh, take yeah. it, and they and said, there's Christmas stuff already. They actually are updating the game presently. Yeah, there's yeah. the episodic stuff. They're still updating Santa cool. And they said they were yeah. got, like plans ah. with a new publisher or something for like <laughs> the next cool. Hitman or whatever. Yeah. So they're good stuff. There. I love that. I love that story. I'm so happy they have their independence, and I'm glad Square Enix didn't kill them entirely. It's cool. Then EA will buy them. <laughs> Please, no. Let's skip business moves. Let's skip that stuff. Basically, a lot of people left their jobs this year. Uh, a lot of people in big positions left their jobs. Uh, Valve, Naughty Dog, uh, Sony. Hmm? Huge, huge shifts. But we rarely see the ripples of those. We really see, rarely see the effects. Um, let's talk about the worst-reviewed games. The other end of the spectrum. So when I go and look at the worst reviewed games, yeah, aren't they weird? Like, yeah, yeah, a bunch of them are yeah, weird. Meverse games. So I, I, I pulled, I pulled out the spicy ones. Mobile games. Yeah. Maybe. I pulled out some spicy ones right, for us. Bubsy, Woolies, Strike Back. Who didn't see sure. that coming? Who even asked for that? <laughs> I was just thinking, Sonic Mania year though. You never know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot was yeah. huge. Yes. No. Crash Bandicoot made money. We should have brought up Crash Bandicoot, yeah. man. That's, Crash Bandicoot and Sonic Crash. had established stuff in the past. They, yeah. They had a legacy. Yeah. Bubsy was just like <laughs> a footnote. And they thought it was worth trying to bring back. Like, I think that legacy is hard to understand from the inside. Yes. I think it's hard for people with with the rights to that. With the with the possibility to bring that back to really kind of step outside of it and be like, does anybody really care? Or is it when we hear people being like, Bubsy, are they like feeding on that? Are they like, yeah, that yeah. indifference? Woo! You know, they like, could have made that game. They could have made that game, but it was just about collecting little balls of yarn. Like it just the game itself looks unappealing. Like oh yeah, like they could have made a good the, like game, the video clips of it, the yeah. trailers, like the actual platforming looked kind of like boring. Yeah, it was. True. I was, I was like, and they okay. had the gall to do a collector's edition with like the soundtrack oh, and everything. Oh dear, did one of those? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. People need to learn to separate like internet hype from like laughing at something like the snakes on the plane mm-hmm. or I thought that was gonna be one of the biggest movies of the year that's a great and it, example. like bombed yes like you gotta between trolling really and memory <laughs> and actual genuine like legacy fandom yes like snakes on the plane had no fandom there's no snakes <laughs> on the plane fandom it's just a bunch of people online like laughing and making yeah. gifts and stuff about it they weren't gonna go rush the seed in droves where's sharknado there's a fandom. Yeah, there's fandom. Fandom. We're making money. Th- those are like low budget, like direct to Netflix. You tell me, Bubsy wasn't low budget. Oh, it is, but that's like like you it didn't play. have the cool, crazy concept. Here's the thing. Sharknado. Sharknado what a cool has name. love put in there. Shark like, Sharknado has love put into each title. Sure. Like like they look dumb, but I think the people who write and direct and make those movies are having a good it's time. It's like B horror tropes, right? Like yeah. there's an actual like following for B level yeah. horror films. Yes. Like, yeah. 
Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Mega Battles, a game we all played. Can we uh, forget about that one? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we can forget about that. Uh, <laughs> Drawn to Death came out this year. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. One of the worst reviewed games of the year. Oh, I forgot, oh. I forgot about that game. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Unique. Wow. Unique. Boy, it was ever unique. Then going from like a retail game to like P- the P- they just gave it away. They just gave that game away. It was a PS Plus game. Yeah. <sighs> one two switch one of the re- worst reviewed games of the year oh really yeah I, I <laughs> believe that. what i think it was file i think it was expensive sure. i think it was, yeah. i think it was a 50 banger i i think it, i think that's what happened because we sports was a bundled in game yeah, sure. and yeah, it was unique yeah this was everyone yeah. was going after that price they're like yeah. why is this not bundled that was a storyline I, I think i think it's also a, a shot off of the the bow of the ship you know just so everyone's like all right switch what do i get and we're like could maybe pass on that. Like yes. it, it yeah, seems yeah, yeah. like the thing you should get because they're advertising it so heavily, and mm-hmm. it looks like they're having a lot of fun. And you will have fun, but then the fun will stop, and you'll look back on that every time you go through that library. You'll be like, oh yeah, no one to switch. Yeah, I own so. it still. Uh, Valkyria Revolution. That was trash. We talked about how much people love Valkyria Chronicles. That's what? not Valkyria Chronicles. Yes, it is. It's, it's the same franchise. Is it not? Diana? It is a totally different type of game. I uh, I played both the Japanese demos. The second one was really long. Okay. In fact, the second demo was a big portion of like the first like major chapter of the game, and it was like seventy percent dialogue, boring conversations. That's not trash. That's the, no, it was bad. It was really bad. It's engrossing. Really bad cutscenes. And the, and the actual <laughs> gameplay was just a weird real time action <laughs> RPG that just completely missed the point of why people liked Valkyria Chronicles. Yeah. And no one asked for no one asked for this. Like everyone wants more at strategy RPG Valkyria Chronicles. Like just make another one. Everyone been claiming for this and you get Valkyria Revolution. And people are like, okay, maybe they figured out something cool and they just want to try it and there's it just was a mess. It what, was an absolute mess. What's really interesting is we've seen this happen so many times where they try this kind of game and it bombs and then they abandon the franchise altogether. This has a happy ending because in this year, Valkyria Chronicles 4 was announced. It's because the, yeah. the PC, the re-releasing Valkyria 1 on PC sold a crap ton. And they're like, oh, people care about this franchise still. Hmm. Re-release. Okay. Re-releases. God, I love them. I, I, I feel life. like Valkyria Revolution was just like a, a low-budget attempt to like try something in the stopgap between 4. Sure. Uh, that, like really brief time when everyone hated on remasters? Yes. You know, Bro, once remastered you sixty dollars for this game I already played. I, I think it was because we had new consoles and we wanted to play new games. And fair for a enough. long time, the new consoles, the best stuff to play was remasters in fair. a weird way. Yeah, very fair. Uh, I got four 3DS games right here. <laughs> okay. the worst, and they're, they're kind of like back to back to back. Nice. Kirby Battle Royale, poorly reviewed. Mario Party, the top one hundred, very poorly reviewed. That was such a dumb. Mario thing. Sports Superstars. So no. Bad, okay. Yeah, yeah, and then Tank Troopers, which I actually played, also a stinker. Tank Troopers, so Mario Party. Why was that not on Switch? A bunch of yeah, every, yeah, just yes, like, everyone. Why? Yes, it's yes, crazy. They're filler games, but also poorly. Like they just turned out to be trash filler games. Well, it's yeah, not gonna be on Switch now. Yeah, probably won't be. <laughs> just wait for that real new Mario Party Huber on Hopefully, Switch. It's coming. We're, we're due for a good one, and if any, can you like, imagine that Huber when everyone has their own Switch? You're gonna play. Oh my gosh, I Huber. know. But I, Damiani, I thought the same thing about Wii U, you know? I thought the Wii U and the gamepad would have been, like, this perfect catalyst for uh-huh. a great Mario Party. Mm-hmm. It just never happened. Nah. 
Oh no, not that Mario. That's, you know, that, not yes. that one. This is rejuvenated Nintendo Hubert. You got to believe. True, this is a new do, era. They're gonna do the Mar- They're gonna go sure. back to their roots with Mario yes. Party. Eh? Is that fair to say all these games yeah. came out the same year as, as the new Mario and the new Zelda? Isn't this the these same? These are Nintendo? like the C team. Like they're letting it out is, the door. No, the, the, the 3DS like they don't have like the ramped up production like they do anymore for like game development for it. Yeah, yeah, they're still supporting it, but like. It's a hand, like two, three big titles a year because everything had to move to Switch. Yeah, so I, th- I think we're seeing the effects of it. With they were just like pushing yeah. out some stuff. Like it, it's probably was so low, low budget and harmless. So like just try it. Like let's see. Like maybe a hundred games on Mario Party. It's maybe people idea, love it. Like, and maybe people want to buy all this. And like and eh, no, I guess not. Yeah. You know maybe uh, whatever the Mario sports thing a jig game. Maybe they're like oh maybe some people will like this. I'm like yeah, it's a good idea know. for a game. Hmm? Wasn't it? Executed well. Next. Is this uh, proof that, uh, or evidence, I should say, that 3DS is I think so, dude. going down? No, I think, I think no, so. No, it's not. Because they, don't, cause they yeah. clearly no, didn't not. care about these games <laughs> if they're that bad. No, yeah. Yeah. That, that's software development. But like the uh, Samus Returns and, and Samus Returns. Fire Emblem Echoes sold very well. And 3DS had Pokemon the, Ultra, Ultra Sun and Ultra Sun and Moon. Okay. Those charted, yeah, like very highly. Like 3DS is still selling... Enough that they don't want to abandon it yet. I think a year from now we'll still be talking about games that released on 3DS exactly. this year. Don't worry, Huber. My sentiment was I just want 3DS games to be on Switch as well. Yeah. You can keep making them 3DS, just let me, let me put them on Switch. Yeah. Totally. Okay. I agree. We put a pin in this. We're plucking the pin back out. <gasps> oh, no. So what? It's live. The grenade. It's live. <laughs> Sonic Forces is live. <laughs> I'll jump on this one. <laughs> Sonic Forces. Sonic Forces is a new Sonic game from Sonic Team. <laughs> that doesn't know what it wants to be. I will get. Through, I will start and finish this game before the year is we over. We gotta stream it. It takes three hours, yeah. dude. It's short. Ready. Because here, you and I made a bet about whether it would have microtransactions or not. It doesn't. It actually doesn't have microtransactions. Yeah. To to its credit, it's a forty dollars game with no microtransactions. I lost, lost that one. So many. What's up? He lost that one. Nice, nice. And yeah. I lost the the. Will Destiny sell more than Call of Duty? Yeah. I lost that one. I had a. You know what? I normally lose my. Wow. I did some good. I, I did Destiny some good stuff. Sell more than Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Oh, but you called the Super Nintendo Classic. Before that came out, you said they're going to do this. They're going to do a new Nintendo or a new Super Nintendo Classic. Nice. So, yeah, you got that one. So, on you got me two to one, though. Yeah. That's almost, Huber, that's a better prediction than anything. I I, th- I don't think that was a better call than to say no microtransactions on it. Whatever. Um, it's crazy that Sonic Mania is in the best reviewed games, the one made by fans, <laughs> and then the one made by Sonic Team. <laughs> Whose job it is to make Sonic games is among the worst reviewed games of the year. Sonic Team is just so inconsistent with their development of games since they started with Sonic Adventure, with 3D Sonic games. Yep. It has been it has been a back and forth like mess. Just like up, 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 peaked with Sonic Unleashed and then down, down, <laughs> down, 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 down. And and, and like actually like they it. had they had two games kind of recently, Colors and Colors Generations. And Generations. They, they literally just could have gone back to yeah. and been like, hey, let's make an evolution of this. I think all three of those games are solid Sonic games. Yeah. And this is not one. And they this come out this. Not. I get like the like this has been said a lot by a lot of different people, but the create your own avatar character thing just comes off as pandering it yeah. does like in the mechanics it doesn't look right it doesn't feel right from what i played yeah the of it. bear the bear it's is so like weird so weird it takes you out of <laughs> it and the game just doesn't know what it wants to do at some points with that it's like does it want to just be the on rail sonic where you're going fast as sonic and like cool funny like stuff like that or you just could do like these weird mechanics that use that your avatars use and it, it, a lot of it isn't even gameplay a lot of it is just 
watching crap and cut like quick time event stuff. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. This game's over already? Like you don't do anything in this game. It's, it's funny, so short. On this podcast, we praised the decision. We were so excited that they had this option of self-inserting your own dumb Sonic character into this just game. Really like the meme factor. Yeah, I thought it was genius. I thought it was a great play. Uh, didn't turn out to be that way. Didn't turn out. And to I be think the hard thing, maybe, maybe the reason they couldn't go back to generations because Mania was already doing the 2D thing. Like, like this has got it covered, guys. Are there not 2D? There's classic Sonic in the game. Are there no 2D missions? Uh, the classic Sonic is almost like pointless. There is some side-scrolling parts, well, then, yeah. but it's not like they're not good or anything like that. Damiani, I bet they paid almost no attention to Sonic Mania. I bet they were like, yeah, sure. And like, then, I like, mean, I, they probably didn't. This but... year, they had to face the consequences. They had to like look at these numbers, and Sonic Team has to like look and say, oh. Well, I mean. I can't I mean, even imagine what that feels like must feel yeah. like yeah. yeah that's like ugh. they they, e- they either need to figure out which of the previous sonic games or from the previous sonic games which ones had the best ideas and try and come up with something again that like makes mixes them well i mean is they it's just they, they, extremely they, hard to capture sonic speed in 3d it like is. it's so hard like we even going back to sonic adventure like great game but there's still so many parts where it's just like you're on rails, you know. Yeah. You're just going, you know. It's it's just a hard thing to to capture. That's been like the problem of them. Yeah. Like maybe they need to be something else. Then yeah, maybe they, really they aren't do. about like bl- like blazing speed. Yep. Sonic has other cool attributes about him that aren't necessarily like r- just running fast. The the aerial homing attacks and stuff okay. like that. Like ta- right. his friends, like tails and stuff like synergy with the other characters. Yeah, like some kind of like fun. I know people. I, I hope colors. Right now? Yeah, I remember seeing colors <laughs> and seeing all like all the characters on different colored rails all bouncing around. I was like, ooh. I, I know people freak fun. out when you mention the animal friends of Sonic, yes. but like just the core knuckles, tails. Sonic, th- those three, mm-hmm. and come up with some kind of like a more platform driven action platformer that's less about speed, more about like the the, the, the Sonic's action, like plat- mm-hmm. like jumping and you. doing stuff. Even yeah. going back to like original Sonic one and two, like as not a speedrunner or a pro streamer of it. Like I go through those games kind of slow. Yeah, you, Sonic yeah. One you know, is very ex- slow. Yeah, I explore. Sonic One's not that fast. And, yeah. and I feel like for like for like combat, hear me out. We should have like stretchable arms that like stretch when you want to attack things. And I guess to sort of like justify that, we'd have to like turn into some other form at night, like a werehog. Stop it, Kyle. And so then like there's like these missions, these platforming missions with combat heavy that are kind of slow. Try it out. I like Unleash, man. I beat that game. Platinum should make the next 3D Sonic. Uh, I want to talk about two more worst-reviewed games. <laughs> uh, they're personal. They're, they're personal to two people here on the podcast right Ooh. now. Uh-oh. First of which, Parappa the Rapper Remastered. <laughs> One of the worst-reviewed games of the year. Why was, it so wor- why was it so reviewed poorly? Why did it review so poorly, Kyle? Because <sighs> it doesn't hold <laughs> up. <laughs> Can I tell you? When we were planning, all the, when we were planning all the greats, I was going to bring it. Dude. Oh. I was like, Parappa the Rapper is easy. I no longer dream of getting Rapper Rapper into the Hall of Greats. I know it's just personal now. I know I'll never convince anyone else oh. after seeing these things. Oh, it's just, it's a very different game. It's a, it's a rhythm game where the proper thing to do is not to hit the buttons at the proper time. Uh, and so, yeah, boy, boy, oh boy. You know, we didn't talk about like the canceled... Uh, we talked about like games that got canceled. We didn't talk about the Kickstarter that failed. Oh, the the follow up where the director of Parappa the Rapper and the director of Guitar Man were actually <laughs> oh. collaborating on a game together, and that Kickstarter failed. Just a bad, bad old Parappa the Rapper year. Uh, I still love that game, but uh, have to rethink what it actually means. And then another game, one of the worst reviewed of the year, Huber's Ready, 
Friday the 13th. (laughs) They just had a huge 2.0 patch. I don't care. The game's reviewed poorly. Doesn't hold up. It's better now than it was. (laughs) Wait, what's the patch do? Uh, it, It just... Like, a lot of bug fixes, a lot of new, like, le- raise the level cap, all that yeah. rigmarole. But, uh, there's actually, like, a... Rigmarole? <laughs> rigmarole. There's actually, like, a virtual a cabin mm. where you can, like, walk around and, like, interact with things and, like, things happen. Like the start of PUBG where everybody's, like, on the thing? It's single player. Oh, so okay. it's, like, a virtual cabin single player oh, okay. where you can, like, interact with Friday the 13th lore. And, like, there's some secrets in there. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, now you can play against bots, which is good, because you can never do that. Oh, that's cool. But, yeah, for, like, six months after this game launched, broken. Sure. <laughs> broken. <laughs> Tried to play with Greg Miller so many times, because he's always like, yo, come play, mm-hmm. like, on Twitter. Yeah. And it's just... Couldn't connect. And even he would tweet, he'd be like, never mind, it's not working. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So many times. Oh, okay, that'll hurt a game. So many that'll times. That'll hurt an online focus game, for sure, yeah. Yeah. That's it, though. It's time to review 2017. Unless you like, you want to put in more input for the rest of the panel to discuss, like it's time to score twenty seventeen. Score it. Yep. We have to look at the beginning and the end. I don't know if anybody wants to point, throw a number out there. We can. Even within about two, it. also happen. Well, I think it's above. Uh, I think it's. A, I think it's above a nine. I'm. I'm feeling like a well, nine four. Why nine four, dude? What too high or too low? Or so what? many bad things happen. We talked about all the bad so things that happened this year. Comparatively, happen. though, man. I mean, comparative to the history of, of games, mm-hmm. this was just a, an incredible, incredible year. Incredible. And, and I, I think the thing that really satisfied me about this year was there were a lot of games where you're like, is it good? It's good. You're like, all right. Yeah. And then we were yes. like, how about this? Is it? Well, yeah. You uh-huh. know? And so it was just seeing so many of those, you know, what's behind door number three? Another <laughs> great game. Yeah. yeah. Seeing that happen so many times. Um, seeing, seeing how much, I remember going to like the last, I think it was last year's PSX and seeing how hard they were pushing Horizon. And I was like, God, I hope that's good. I hope this isn't just a huge waste. Mm-hmm. I hope Gorilla's not like, what now? Or Sony's like, oh, oh no, yeah. we really thought Aloy was going to be like a new character. It was like a new Kratos, a new, you know, Sackboy and, uh, uh a new, uh, Nathan Drake. And, uh, it's so nice to, to have that payoff. So nice to have just these big investments. Um, yeah. Feels good. I think a nine or above at least. 9.7. Whoa. You're in a 9.7. Some of the greatest games of all time. Wow. Uh, Revitalized franchises. uh, Bringing much needed attention to long living franchises like Yakuza and and, and Nier. Um, A new console launched. 2017 is one of the greats. And Huber, you hate the Wii U. I despise. Buys you the hate, Wii U. You hate that hardware. I don't hate a lot of things. It's yeah. such a bad word. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, so many cables. You got yeah. the motion sensor. You got, like, the uh, so many plugs. There's, like, 40 wires. The gamepad is always out of batteries. <laughs> Despise the Wii U. We were streaming Strikers earlier today, yeah. and you, your boss was like, "Hey, where's the uh, sensor bar?" And I was like, "Get out of my face!" Yeah, yeah. sensor bar. <laughs> I'm not. It's back there somewhere, dude. I ain't looking for it. Not happening. I yeah, can't stand it. Uh, uh, it's been a while since I heard sensor bar. Yeah, good riddance Wii U, I and, guess. And not even a lot of good games. Yeah, they've got, no, they've got Bayonetta two. Yeah, that's on Switch now. So Tropical Freeze. <laughs> Gotta keep it around. Tropical mm-hmm. Freeze. Mm-hmm. And I love 3D World. 3D Captain World. Captain Toad. What's the yep. score, Damiani? You go with an 
think that might be the even. We might right we might average out to this 9.5. That might yeah. be our final score. Yeah. That's a really good score for a year. Are you kidding me? 9.5? One of the best years ever. So, I mean... <sighs> can, I, can I make a, a good meme quote? Please. That was used once before in a it review. Be of, good. A famous quote from Halo 2 review. <laughs> What Halo Two guns? <laughs> the only thing, the only thing wrong with this, uh, not quoting exactly, but the only thing bad about 2017 was perhaps it was too good. I gotta send you a correction. Really wrong is that it's too good. <laughs> I, I send you a Damiani, it wasn't a review. That was this was one up show. This was one up yes. show, and it was in reference to Gears of War Two. Okay, whatever. Which is even more absurd to me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for correction, right yes. there, Kyle Bossman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the only but, bad thing about Gears of War 2 is that it's too good. Because I, I, I take a lot of the bad this year with the good. You know, it's like I think EA had a lot of missteps, but I think people, you know, I think they're paying for it. They were taking the task for it. You're I right, think, Jones. I think even yeah. with what Battlefront had with Battlefront, they made no changes to, to Need for Speed Payback, and they were yeah. like, oh, that's not going to affect this game poorly. And like, Ha-ha. The, you know, yeah. the, the cards and everything. It's just like, why are you keep ruining these these potentially great games? Mm-hmm. And so I, I think I, I was proud of a lot of people standing up for what they believe in, making their voices heard on social media and, and making a lot of changes in this industry. Making a lot of executives sweat. Yeah. Yes, making, making them earn their giant paychecks. Feels good. Heck we got yeah. a Mario and Zelda in the same year. Yeah. We got a, we got a, Mario, we got a Rabbids Mario, game that wasn't Zelda, yeah. Resident Evil, two Yakuza's. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Think of how many franchises we love that are that are humming. That are just Persona. all in really, really good shape. Yeah. You know? <sighs> Like yeah, we we cannot wait. I can't wait for Animal Crossing on Switch, but we got this 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 pretty this pretty decent like Animal Crossing game on mobile. Like you were dying to get Pokemon on Switch, but like we got a good Pokemon game this year yeah. uh, or last year that uh, you know got an even better version this year. So just yeah, good time to be a fan of video games. Do we do we get games that are gonna like change things? You know what I mean? PUBG. Like when I think changes. of the best years of gaming, you look at it, you look back at that year, and you're like, wow, everything changed that year. PUBG. And Battlefront's failure. Do you think we're... So we'll look back at this year. Like, like Battlefront's oh, failure sure. and, yeah. and PUBG the success. backlash shall happen with loot boxes and it's yep. trickle... Like, it's effect on other games. Sure. Like, we're still seeing it. It still hasn't yeah. been decided yet, so... People just, just like... the play out. <laughs> this is a little self-serving. Sure. But you know, to kind of steer away maybe from the people who make games. But uh, I was stoked seeing what's good games made this year. I was stoked seeing Noclip happen this year. I was... It, 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 there's a lot of great groups now. Um, I was, it was stoked to see Game Attack, you know, go independent. You know, I just think uh, that that's a really interesting shift. Again, like, consumers speaking with their wallets and, and really focusing the spotlight on things that... Uh, not only might not have gotten attention, but just might not exist without sure. the support of their fans. So. I mean, Jones, another part of that, and we rarely talk about this on the podcast, is uh, YouTube changing monetization of video game videos. Uh, if you have violent videos that have some sort of weird, I don't know what their algorithms are. They don't even know. Yeah. I read a really, really long article about this, actually, yeah. even from the, the content creators yep. that, you know, they, they, they've they tried it with putting violent images in their thumbnail without it. They don't even know. So it's weird. There's <laughs> this weird algorithm that's seeding out of violent video games. And so the monetization of Video game videos has become weirder, and it's been more on this this uh, group funding. This weird, it's, it is a weird wave. Sorry, you said Ben Moore. Hey, <laughs> Ben Moore is a member of Easy Allies. Uh, so nine point five, I guess we go with. Yeah. Interesting year, two thousand seventeen. Yeah. I love that there was just no stop in PUBG. There was just no like Microsoft's like we I I, I guess we have to do this right. <laughs> like I guess we got to get them on the phone and, and get this exclusive. Did it early. I think they deserve credit for getting in there early. Yeah, yes. I mean that was definitely a victory for them. Yeah, but I I just love that it it just didn't matter what what was really going on with this game. That audience, the people, so many people are playing, and the audience is so committed. Uh, the the hype is growing so fast. It's just this runaway you know locomotive. Yeah. 
That's cool. It's cool that something like that can happen in games where the, 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 all the players gather together and decide that one. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter how much it's making. doesn't matter, you know, really what it, one map. Getting to the <laughs> top one. of Steam was crazy. It was crazy because you see it rising and you're like, no, nah, it's never going to be Dota, though. It's never going to be Dota. And then just poof, buy Dota. You know, it's like the craziest thing. There was a point. There was a point like a month or two after it came out where I was like, all right, I think it's time to play PUBG. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, it's time now. Uh, like, this me, is hyped. It, you know, I'll, I'll like browse Twitch. I'll see like what's number one on Twitch. It was just number one on Twitch on so yeah. many times. Yeah. Just, I was like, what? What is Player Unknown's yeah. Battleground? I just kept expecting yeah. it to fade. Yep. And it just never did. Cool. Wow. Good year. It's now time for love and respect. Love and respect. Ooh. Uh, by the way, final score nine point five. If you were confused. Um, I think I would have gone lower, but I wasn't. I was the. I was just simply the moderator. Nine point okay. five is so high. It should be, man. You got to shake the universe to go nine point five to me. I feel shook. Okay. I feel shook, dude. If you feel legit shook, then that's one that's of the good. best lineups of games ever in a year. Come on, you games. bring up RE Seven again. My knees get weak. Like yeah. how many games broke ninety five <laughs> average reviews? Yeah, yeah. look at I that. Mario do that anymore. Anymore. Got multiple. That's because like in years past, it's like, oh, you know what? You can't do that anymore. You need like no games get that kind of reviews. Everybody else drags them down. Developers like and like everyone got like Jones was saying about how just like Sony's doing great, Nintendo's doing great, yeah, Microsoft's doing great. Yeah. Think about the diversity of games like online PUBG. JRPG Persona, like Horror Evil Within 2, the Re Resident Evil. It's just like every type of gamer was served up a New York strip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So You're right. Like, Parappa the Rapper Remastered, you know yeah. what? It's in the lowest reviewed. One of my favorite games I've played this so year. So many classic yeah. games came back this year, remastered yeah. and re-released. There's an Uncharted like standalone expansion, not even didn't even crack. Dang, the, yeah, that it was on, came it out was on this page year too, dude. Yeah, it's unreal. Yeah, it's actually crazy that game wasn't among that like top page of best reviews. I think a lot of, of digital. Hmm? I think a lot of digital um, in terms of sales. No, this wasn't sales. This was for best oh, review reviews. games that we went through. Yeah. Oh wow. Portal Knights. It's a good year. Is that in your top ten? Is that in your personal? <laughs> I just uh, looking back on my just look, just imagining all those squares lined up on PS4. It's like, oh yeah, it was one. Here, here's my criticism for Lost Legacy. <laughs> Doesn't belong here, but I'm dropping it anyway. Here's why I think it wasn't on that page one of of uh, best reviewed games. We were playing that Resident Evil Seven DLC. Yeah, I want to spoil it, but yeah. it was like, wow, this is actually a really interesting thing to do with this game. Yeah, I don't think we ever had that with Uncharted. It was a fun story, fun characters, great writing, great environments. Everything's really great about that game, yeah. but nothing felt like, oh, wow, this is a really interesting take on what's possible in Uncharted. I agree, but I sometimes think it's unfair to be like, to expect a 10 and get a 10 and then just be like, oh, it's fine. It's good. It's what, yeah. You, you and I meet on this one. It's the Rockstar yeah. issue, too. It's the Rockstar. Like, yeah. Rockstar does a AAA awesome game. They're yeah. like, well, I mean, they're Rockstar. Yeah. They're like, so they don't get credit? Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't, you know, it's yeah. like, mm -hmm. no. But I, I feel you, especially after playing Resident Evil 7. It's like they could have done something different. Yeah. They tried to do it kind of with like mini open world area. Yeah. But Oh, I love that mini open world yeah. area. Yeah. But I feel you. Too many good games. Too many good games. Yes. Uh, Rockstar, like Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to be in like the top one. That's going to be the best reviewed game next year. Right. Uh, Last of Us Part Last of Two is the most anticipated game of 2018. Uh, so. And God of War. 
clearly it's going to review better. I think we're going to have a bunch of 95 pluses again. Yep. Probably. I think think we're looking at another year with a bunch of 95 pluses. Probably. Crazy. All right. Let's do some love and respect, though. I'm Uh, excited to play God of War so loud. If I don't get noise complaints, it's a failure. I'm going to rent you out an IMAX for it, Huber. Dude, please. (laughs) God of War on the IMAX. All right. We got got some work to do in in love and respect. Let's do it. Uh, Here we go. Hey, allies. I feel like the Pokemon franchise is in a very dangerous place as far as the mainline games go. A lot of information, rumors, and expectations have caught Nintendo fans in a proverbial whirlwind of jumping to conclusions on everything from the release date to design philosophy. What's the proverb about whirlwinds? Uh, The most alarming thing I have heard is how Game Freak feels pressured by Mario Odyssey's and Breath of the Wild's receptions to go big and different. Problem here is, outside of Tembo the Badass Elephant, I'm not sure of how many home console games Game Freak has made, let alone HD games. While Game Freak is putting more, its more experienced developers on the Switch project, is it realistic to expect something on such a high quality level as Breath of the Wild? I fear the game will become trapped by their 3DS era design philosophies rather than being what we should expect from a 2018 JRPG on home systems. More importantly, how big of a leap can this game be if Game Freak and Nintendo expect to follow the same yearly release schedule following it? I find it unrealistic to believe Game Freak can turn out an Odyssey quality game every year. I don't expect them to, but many, many people do. What are your thoughts on this matter of counting your Pokemon before they're caught? Love and respect, Evan Solomon. An excellently, excellently worded question. Yeah, I actually, this is a really good bring me down to earth question. <laughs> I love this question. It's like, no, seriously, Game Freak doesn't have the staff for that game that we're imagining, right? Yeah, but neither did technically Zelda have to make Breath of the Wild. So what the, how did they make Breath of the Wild? They how brought Monolith Soft over, who were experts in making open world games, uh-huh. and they had to show the Zelda development team, hi, uh, this is how you should be doing this. This is how you should be doing this. They kept bringing on people onto the... Watch the development vi- videos for Breath of the Wild. What development? Where do I watch they put up They put up on YouTube, on their Nintendo's channel. On Nintendo's channel? They put behind-the-scenes videos for the development of that game. Why are you hiding these from me? Yeah. I'm not hiding them from you. Okay. I would love to watch these. They're... Just go on YouTube and watch. Wait, is them. this where they showed the UFO stuff and the original motorcycle stuff? Is that the same presentation? That was at from a, GDC? That was from GDC. This is a these are thing? these were like produced videos. Oh wow, cool. This cool. is the one they had a whole episode talking about like the minimalist minimalist approach in music. Cool. Uh, using the the uh, the pia- uh, piano, geez, yeah, piano. Wow. Uh, they were talking about composing songs strictly using pianos, like the predominant instrument, and they were really hesitant. They're like, yikes, uh, we don't, we've never done this before. Like, yeah. is this gonna work? Basically, they brought in people from different teams and stuff to help the, the the main Zelda team to help realize this game. They had can like Pokemon do the same. They thing? had problems all over. This is why Breath of the Wild took a long time. So the one thing yeah. I can, I'll say, I don't think Pokemon Switch. If Pokemon Switch is gonna be anything more than just like a 3D console quality update to the established formula, uh-huh. it is not coming out next year. Okay, like, I don't think that's possible unless they've been working on this for a long time. Which they I, have been. So possible. Um, I think it's going to take a lot of resources. I think it's going to take yes. a lot of time to figure it out. But the second part of the question is a good thing. Is there, Are they going to be able to do this every year? That's been Pokemon's like MO. Right. It's a version coming out every year, pretty much. Yes. 
is that something they can keep doing? And if not, are they going to do like an, an, an either or like this year, say 2018, say it's done yeah. 2018. We get the brand new switch style Pokemon, yeah. but then 2019, it's, it's like a diamond and pearl. Remake. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's basically like, Hey, but it's on switch. It's just like a handheld Pokemon style Pokemon on switch. Oh, like you're going back to talking about like that Zelda. So it'd be like top down. Oh, something like that. Yeah. Because, I don't think so, dude, because once it's yeah. up to a generation, you can't go back just the way Pokemon works. They'd be not, they'd be split generations. Then they would be like yeah, the yeah. console generation and then the mobile generation. That's too risky. I mean, I don't know because they've streamlined their teams, the mobile and console development. That's what S EPD or SPD is now the Nintendo. Yeah. We're talking like, about the game one. freak. Yeah. But like, that development cycle will work for like for Zelda. I think Game Freak just needs to be like they just Nintendo needs to talk with Game Freak and be like, this is our pipeline stuff now. Maybe you should consider being folded into it or working with us more. I, I feel like if it's gonna be anything like this more ambitious one, mm-hmm. Game Freak has to lean on Nintendo's development studios a little bit more to yes. make this happen. Otherwise, this it's not happening. Hubert, is there <laughs> yeah. any way a new Pokemon game meets JRPG standards of 2018? There's always a chance. <laughs> That's a nice way to say that. There's always a chance. Yep. Um, depending on how long this game has been in development, I mean, yeah. if they've been cranking away on this. Um, I mean, that's the dream, man. I would love that. But I think to release a Pokemon game every year is, t- it's unrealistic. Yeah. And I think they need to go Ubisoft style. Yeah. Take a look at this and, and you know take it take a step back and maybe really like make pokemon an event it's just it's so yes, diluted to yes. me as yes. as a not super pokemon fan. i like pokemon but i'm not yep. a super fan it's just too much like there was a point when it was just so so many pokemon games all the time and i and i just i checked out like i get after, you after diamond i was just like dude like i'm done Jones. It doesn't make it doesn't even make the pokemon themselves special because now there's 10,000 of them yeah it's too many uh Jones. Uh, I have a solution. I have a solution to Huber's problem of yearly games. DLC. We make we blow out this world. Yeah. We we you can buy a new world to go see. You can buy a new island. Or you can buy a new island. Going game as a service. Yeah. Do you think that could work for Pokemon? I think it definitely could. I don't think it's going to happen. What's going to happen? Uh, I think that first Switch Pokemon game is going to feel very familiar. I, I think. I think the. Uh, creating the you know the HUD and the battle system to to you know welcome more space you know being on like a widescreen instead of just like you know the specifically like locked into the handheld mm-hmm. uh, you know n- not doing it on split screen like having you know that bigger that bigger of a perspective to to view the world and characters running around I think just the achievement of translating it to that system is going to be a big enough hurdle that I don't think they're gonna I think it's gonna be way too scary to just completely reinvent the wheel and even seeing the success even the very beginning of this year that first day that they saw those Zelda sales I think it was probably way too late in development of that game to like make big drastic changes that's what it seems like man yeah Kyle I don't know anyone that likes Pokemon more than you so you're gonna speak on behalf of the entire fan base right now okay high stakes Mm mm-hmm now, would, now we're talking dangerous. The Pokemon would fan you, base loves it when I do this. Yeah. Uh, would, <laughs> would you yes. rather have Pokemon every year like it's going, or would you rather it be like you once know. every? You know the answer to this. Once every it. five years. Yes. Five years. Five years. Final Fantasy, yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah. Pokemon is Final Fantasy. Make it an event. Make it an event. Yes. Yes, Uber. Okay. You know what? You could do your mystery <laughs> dungeons in the meantime. Uh, your Pokemon goes. You can do your oh, Pokemon go. No, yeah, there's your answer right there. 
They'll just make traditional Pokemon games for mobile phones. Like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yes. Oh, please. Oh, yes. I didn't want to take this there. there I didn't want go. to take this in that direction. Too dangerous. Too dangerous. Uh, let's do more conjecture. I love doing blind conjecture. It's fun. Uh, this comes to us from Samuli Vuorinen. Oh, wow, Damiani. That's so mean. Fellow allies, do you think we'll get through 2018 without a tease or announcement of the PlayStation 5? Oof. Ooh, Hubert pops his collar. <laughs> Oof. I'm sweating. Yeah. I'm nervous. Yeah, this is what makes you nervous too. It's Ooh. heavy. So I think PS5 is 2019, personally. So then we'll probably see some teases this year, right? No, right? I oh. think it's going to be the one year cycle like they did with PlayStation 4 will be announced in early 2019 and mm-hmm. come out the end of 2019. Sure. They'll, they're just going to do that again. There, I get there could be maybe leaks or something I think over the year, leaks. Yeah. but like Sony will not officially. They might say it's in development because mm-hmm. it's always in development. They've said countless times there's always a new console in development. It well, is in development. All right this, now, yeah. all the developers say that. Yeah. Like, it's, and there's always a new game in development half the time. Anyway, <laughs> I, I just don't see. I see it coming out probably in 2019. Um, I think people will start to do. I think we'll have an indication of that based on the games that Sony announces throughout the year that are coming to coming out this year um, versus if there's like a little bit of a drought, like not as many games as this year, the previous years. Like it seems like very sparse. going to be a nice Oh year. my God. But yeah, right. If maybe at the end of 2018, it's like, wait, what's can next? I, can, I just do my, can I just do my prediction then? Do your prediction. Oh yeah. If you, uh, you're not going to hear anything about Final Fantasy VII Remake okay. because it's not coming out on PS4. It's being pushed to PS5 and it's going to be a launch title for PS5. Too rude. And Kingdom Hearts 3 is this year. Kingdom Hearts 3 is this year. 2018 is ready oh. on the trailer. Okay. Uh, it, it'll be late this year. Uh-huh. They said it. And, yep. <laughs> play, and Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 1 will be on PlayStation 5 as a launch title fall of 2019. What about Shenmue 3? Shenmue 3 is not happening on PlayStation 4, Huber. <laughs> oh. You need the power of the PlayStation <laughs> no, 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 5 no. It is, though, to realize it is, that facial it's still, animation. It's still happening on PlayStation 4. Even if it's oh, on I'll, PS5. I'll have a PS4 right. version. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. But it'll come out <laughs> after PS5 is out. I th- Damiani... I- <laughs> I'm totally with Years you. Years 2019, <laughs> three. I'm totally with you on 2019. Uh, I don't. For, Huber, I'm sorry, Huber. The game does not look far along. <laughs> Whenever we see it, it does not look far along, man. I don't, I don't, so I don't, I don't want to go there. I'm okay. so sorry, Huber. I don't want to go there. I think there's another I'll, I'll huge that. game it's we need done. to talk about. Okay, what's that? Death Stranding. Yes. I don't. I don't see, I don't see Sony. I, I, they said it's running on PlayStation 4. Yeah. They, they specifically said that like yeah. multiple times. Like, Pro, the like, movie is what running. What you on just saw was running on PlayStation 4. That was an engine. Yeah. I'd be I'd be very surprised if they start talking about the PlayStation 5 before we get Death Stranding. Wow. Uh, I think that's just, I think that's weird to be like yeah yeah look at this amazing game on PlayStation 4. But hey, a couple months after that, there's gonna be a brand new console. So you're thinking 2020? Uh, I, I think uh, at least like, give us a date. At least we'll have that date. For uh, or, or, or a sharper window of when we can expect that stranding before they really start pimping up a, you know this whole new console. So Jones, here's the thing though: is uh, Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes? I remember this launching around the time of the PlayStation Four. It ran on past consoles, but it ran so well on the new consoles, doing that 60 frames per second because they built it for last gen consoles, and it yeah. made me so mad. 
Remember, we called it compromised and everything? Holding back. Yes. Compromised. However, I think Death Stranding is going to chunk on PS4, and it is going to run so well on PlayStation 5. I'm sorry. Kojima is so... This game this like screams ambition yep. Like in the technical department. Yes. It is not going to run well on PS4. Not, I think that's why we're not seeing like detailed gameplay yet, because... Yeah. They they're trying to like make it run like prop like really well like act like action sequence gameplay on that system and it's probably like yeah this is running at like fifteen frames right now on PlayStation Four Pro we gotta we need something more powerful guys <laughs> do you think this- Death Stranding is driving the development of PS Five like Kojima it's, yeah. is in the driver's seat with Cerny <laughs> for PS Five Cerny's specs. on the team yeah Cerny's actually yeah. on the team yeah. I think he's a supervisor or consultant or something like that he's nice. on that team so and legit. they all yeah. love the Decima engine yeah. like so- Sony in house or I mean it's a uh, uh, not Guerrilla Games. What's, what about Decima Engine? It's Decima Engine, yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's like Sony's, technically Sony's property. It's, Even yes. Though like, Guerrilla it's, Games made it. It's they, Guerrilla Games designed that, made it, but Sony gets all that sweet kickback. Yeah, because like they, they gave the, the, the yeah. basically, but I mean, Kojima, it sounded like they gave them the engine, like nice, like, the code and stuff as like a present. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't have to. I was like, couldn't Sony just said, give it to him? Like, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it Sony might have, have upset some people, but... Sony yeah. still a sign of respect. They gave it to him even before he chose it. It was okay. like, the way that's... Nice. The, the meaning of that story. It's yeah. just like, yeah, you know what? Just take it. Just take I, it. I, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I, d- I definitely think PS4 is in 2019. I'm surprised. Two full years so from Jones, now. So, Jones, you think 2020? We're in that. We're in that. Be, I, no, I would be surprised in 2019. Yeah. I just okay. don't want them. To, I just don't want them to confuse that message. I don't want them getting me anticipating the PlayStation Five, but then make it Six unclear years. what console Death Stranding is really being built sure. for. Like, so, so that E3 seems 2018 weird. should not mention the PlayStation Five. We all agree on that. No, should 2018 should just like no, there's so we, many amazing games. God of yeah. War's coming. Spider Man's coming. Like yeah. Last Cry of Us 5. Part Two. Yes. Whatever the hell from software's doing. Like there's just yeah. there's yeah. so many big that hits coming to the PlayStation Four next year. Yeah, I don't think they need it. Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Let's just get, yeah, cash in all those checks. But baby. like these, a lot of these games are either known or rumored. <laughs> I think at their E3 2018, there might not be a lot of like new announcements. That's I, fine. I think that'll be my sign when it's yeah. like a very light E3 again, or it's like yes. future announcements, like real, like no dates. I'm like, okay, and it's like CG trailers. I'm like, you're holding off. There we go. You're holding off. No, no real game announcements with like gameplay or anything. Of that I'm like, it's the time has come. And that's what our rumor said. That's why they saved Devil May Cry Five for for E3. Is like they're looking at E3 and like, what do we have? Hmm. Oh, we should. Jake Mel May Cry 5. Because, yeah, what if everything's... They started shifting development to PS5. Like, yep. shit, we can't talk about this crap. So, nah. like, we have to have stuff we can show and not show, you know, not let people guess. Obviously, that stuff is very fun to talk about. We don't know. Yeah, we lo- I love this hypothetical yeah. world. It's so fun. But the real world Shinmu will come out and by end of next year on PS4. Good. All right, I, uh, I so. this game will test your knowledge. Oh, here we go. Quanto uh, Games. Eat your brain and steal your knowledge. Sorry. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Planet Terror. What? Whoa. Whoa. Uh, I want to steal Wow. Uh, hello, allies. Here's a game. Will you be able to guess how many games there is in this series? We are counting the main series and the spin offs if the title of the series is included in the name. Got it. All platforms Wait, one included. More one more time. Sure. Uh, so let's say uh, I have a game called uh, Huber Syndrome. Okay. And I have a mobile. It includes mobile as well. I make a mobile game called uh, Galactic Huber Syndrome. That yeah. counts. Okay. Uh, we are not counting the remasters or DLC, and the games have to be released. Okay. 
Okay. Yo, galactic Huber syndrome, though, man. That's mm-hmm. a that's a pitch right there. Jeez. Okay. All right. Nice. So Huber down. syndrome yeah. goes west. Yes. <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. MTX. Let's figure this the out. West world, baby. Uh, the way this game was designed, as sent, was I'd give you multiple choice. I'm more curious just to see who's closest. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uncharted. How many games? Eight. Huber. Uh, Don't count. Huber. Go. DLC doesn't count again. Six. Oh. Well, I'm counting wait. Lost Legacy. We're, we're, we're not allowed to count in our heads or anything like that? Go! Give me an answer. Oh, wait, I'm counting. S- Does I Avenger count? I don't know what that is. That's a card game? That, I think that would count. Seven. Based on this parameters. Seven. Seven. All right. Damiani? You took my answer. It's eight. Jones nailed it right off the bat. <gasps> what was the other one? Boom! Oh, Jones! Yeah, I don't think they Four. Oh, God, I came up with that real fast. That was so and fast. counted yes. and got it wrong. Yes. Yeah, what? What am I forgetting? All right, so let's actually figure this out because I'm just going based off this person's word. One, one two, two, three, four, four PSP. That's five. Yep. PSP, uh, you mean Vita? Vita, because you used the touchpad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lost Legacy. Yep. Eye of Indra. Which is the card game? Yeah. Must be some mobile game. Yeah. Yeah. There must be no some mobile idea. game. No clue. No clue. Eight. Got to take the word for it. Wow. Yeah. Let's go wiki it. Command and Conquer. <laughs> Holy crap. Go. Ten. Eleven. Damiani? Nine. Nine is correct. Nice. nice. <laughs> nice. Hail Mary, baby. Bring it Love back. that, yeah. Nice. Oddworld. Four? Four. Six. The answer is seven. Damiani takes that one. Seven? A lot of Oddworld they remade the, they Whoa. No re- remakes. Re- no, no, no. They like reintroduced the series. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Like reboot or whatever you want to call oh, it. Oh, I forgot like the weird one where you're the guy, the yeah. Western one. Stranger's yep. Wrath, Yeah, I think? Stranger's Wrath. Yeah, yeah. Halo. Holy crap. Twelve. Eleven. Fifteen. Ten. Huber wins. Jeez. It's one high. Ten Halo games. Not that many, actually. I guess you were all thinking pretty high. Yeah. Uh, a couple of real-time strategy games, some weird stuff. Okay. Metal Gear. Fourteen. Well, it's more than that. Oh, like 20-something. Eleven. Can I start listing them? Nope. 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 Wow. No. Go. Okay. Go. Come on, Damiano. Go. 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 No. Go. Okay. That's not how this game goes. Head. Yeah, you pressured me with Uncharted. Did you want to redo yours? You gotta stop go. this, yeah. Kyle. Go, go, go. You, go. you stick no, with 14? Kyle. It's probably you stop this rule, like pressuring. It's part of the game. A lightning round. Yeah, yeah. it's like acid one and two. So you don't, do you it's count your twin snakes You gotta have your gut, your gut reaction. Do you count twin snakes as a remaster? Or do you count no, that's a, a new game. Different that's game. another that's a brand new game. Brand new game. Okay. I'm, I'm looking at this number. I think that person counts it as a new game. It's like 18. Go, go, go. Jones wins. It's 18. Yay! Uh, Kirby. I'm done counting, but okay. Jones nailed it. <laughs> 20? Kirby. 31. Damiani. Kirby. 23. 28. Hubert takes that one. Ooh! So nice. many Kirby. 28. 28 Kirby games. Come on. There are two this year. You know, it's just too many. Uh, Spyro the Dragon. Six. Nine. Seven. Seventeen. Jones takes it. There's Game Boy Advance games for oh, Skylanders, dear baby. Lord, yes. yes, I forgot about those. Oh, and Skylanders. And at least the first one. At yeah, least the, the first one is. Jones. Yeah. Yes, but yes. Skylanders two did not have did not have Spyro's name in it. I think it was just the first one. Yeah. Uh, Bad Boys. Three. Three. <laughs> Damiani. Four. One. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yes. well that's really good. Yes. Well done. That was well nice. done. That was nice. Well done. I approve. No that. mobile game for bad boys. How about that? Finally, this will not be easy. Final I Fantasy. Yeah. Okay. Final Fantasy. How many? A hundred and ten. Nope. Uh, forty-two. Uh, Fifteen million games. 
Surprised Resident Evil. Eight wasn't Crystal on there. Chronicle games. Resident Evil. You can't. We're counting games. Crystal Chronicles, right? We're counting. That's in the title. Twenty three. Uh, you count Brave XVS. Seven has like Mobius, 12 alone. Mobius, Brave XVS. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I wish I was kidding. And you don't know, no, no re release. Like Final Fantasy IV Advance doesn't get like Final Fantasy IV DS count. Like, yeah, I would definitely, yeah, count, definitely that. count that. Like uh, six Advance, no. I'm yeah. just going to go, I'm going to go safe, say 50. 60. You took oh. it. You took that one, Damiani. Jones went a little too high. Yeah. It was over 100. Star Wars was over 100. I remember we did one. Wars, I remember we did one retro Wars. where I looked back and counted them. You it was like, Star they're Wars. over 100. There's got to be like the most yeah. Star Wars game of any series. Very fun game. Love and respect. Aurelian. Thank you, Aurelian. I'm going to nice. go home and immediately count how many games <laughs> there are. Sure. <laughs> Have that number locked in there. Yeah. <laughs> First person shooter yeah. on a PlayStation 1, dude. There's, I have no idea that that oh, game existed. Survivor? Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Ark. Jump and flash, great first person what shooter. Uh, <laughs> that'll conclude love and respect. It's now time for Or Wars, the final Or Wars. Oof. This is it. Too soon. What's up, boys? So, what do you guys want to do today, dude? You want to go crash the mall? Nice. Okay. Uh huh. Mm. Life's like this. Mm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm. That's the Wars. Or Wars. The Or Wars is a segment in which I present the panel with three options. Was that Morats? I don't know what that was. <laughs> is that from Morats? I got no information there. It's all American rejects. I'm uh, so Wait, and it, are, Or Wars is like, is it like an or? No, like or, this or that. This or, or that. that. Or Wars. Okay. This well, all ties in. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> Oreo. I present the panelists with three sets of options. Okay. They must make their pick and explain why the panelist with the best picks and reasoning wins. Michael Damiani, you will go first. Cool. Ken Levine's new game announcement or Rocksteady's new game announcement? Rocksteady's game announcement. Because... Screw Ken Levine. Whoa. <laughs> Starting off strong. Whoa. Michael Huber, Ken Levine's new game announcement or Rocksteady's new game announcement? Rocksteady's new game announcement because Batman. <laughs> Brendan Jones? Rocksteady because they earned it. Ooh. Whoa. See, that's how you say screw Ken Levine without saying screw Ken Levine. Like that. Oh, Michael I, Huber, I like Ken Levine. you'll start this one. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> he, just, he just shuddered. It resulted in shuddering. That's cool. Wow. Damiani holds a grudge. Michael Huber. I don't hold a grudge. He's playing some out. Star Wars Episode Eight criticisms. <laughs> <laughs> or Breath of the Wild goatee fatigue. <laughs> uh, Breath of the Wild goatee fatigue because it's goatee. <laughs> okay. Brandon Jones? Uh, Star Wars Episode Eight criticisms. Kill your babies. Ooh. Michael Damiani. Star Wars Episode Eight fan criticisms. Why? Midichlorians. <laughs> Ooh. Whoa, deep. Lot going not, on there. Lot going on there. Of, all right, Brandon Jones. I I got that loud and clear over here. Okay, last options. Crash Bandicoot's girlfriend. Or Prompto. Or who? Prompto. Oh, Prompto. Crash Bandicoot's girlfriend. Why? Enough said. <laughs> 
Michael Damiani, Crash Bandicoot's girlfriend or Prompto? Prompto, best boy. <laughs> Michael Huber, Crash Bandicoot's girlfriend or Prompto? Prompto, dude, just hanging with the bros. Okay, all right. Now I must consider what everyone picked and your reasoning. Huber, you know I like hanging with the bros. <laughs> you know that's good stuff. But you said because of Batman, we went to Rocksteady, and yeah. we don't know if it's Batman. No, because I was I was saying because the, the legacy, the pedigree, pedigree. Oh. yeah. Okay, fine, you got it. You win the yes. order. Oh, I just gave it up. Yes, John, I just handed it, it over. Yeah. Yep. Because <laughs> uh, you know I don't accept screw Ken Levine. What a thing to say. Jeez. Not on this podcast. Yo, yo, wow. Yes. Red card. Ken, Ken Levine apologist over here. Yes. Okay. Red card. Okay. Like you know, you know how I feel about Bioshock, but I still want yeah, to like, say screw Ken Levine. Bioshock. <laughs> Too late. Should have said Bioshock. Too late. That's okay. Kyle Damiani was joking. I man. should have said. Beyond. Were you joking? I, I, joking. I, I, joking. I, yeah, I was totally. I don't joking. feel good with somebody saying those oh, words. 100%. I was just trying to be edgy. Okay. I, I, just, right. I literally thought what was hundred desperate with these words. Kyle, I know, I know what the, is the edgiest, not really will get us in trouble thing I can say <laughs> yes. right now on this okay, I get because that. I could yeah. think of something clever for Roxy, and then after I said, <laughs> I was like, I should have said because they're gonna go beyond. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I should have said. I couldn't think of it in time. That would have been good. Oh, see? Batman Beyond. I see, see what you're doing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't think we're of it. But no, no, no. When you're in the Or Wars. I know. The Or Wars. We're so ready. see things, man. Yeah. Uh, this concludes the Or Wars. Jones, would you rather have a rock steady? Slow down. I'm about to conclude the Or Wars. Slow your roll, man. Excuse me, Michael Hebert. What's up, boys? So what do you guys want to do today? You want to go crash the mall? Nice! Okay! Uh-huh. Life's like this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's the... Wars. Or wars! Thank goodness that's the last one. Thank goodness! Next week podcast... We're going back to bets. <laughs> bets are back next week. Bets are <laughs> back. Bossman throwing the, his own hurdles in front of them I and then know, cackling man. as he collapses over them, flailing. I think I fell <laughs> over. Just craps another hurdle and just I, tosses it on the track. We'll get into our goals. I think I fell over in this podcast. Oh. Wowee. Huh. I ask if Jones would rather have a Rock City Justice League game or a Rock City Batman Beyond game. Easy. Justice League. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Wow. No. Sure. Oh, yeah. Not easy. No. Wow. Spread your, spread your wings and fly, Rocksteady. <laughs> fly! Justice League is flying? Because you know what I don't get in a Batman Beyond game? No. The Flash. The Flash. And I would love Aquaman. a Flash You're not ready Aquaman. for the Flash. Great. great. I'm dying. Dying for a modern gen Flash game. That would so, be so great. I, he, to control Jones, him. Oh. Yeah, I think, you can't, make, I think you can't make a city. I can't, you can't make a city game with the Flash. Challenge accepted. Wow, Flash is a tough Jones to is uh, yeah. working at Rocksteady now. It's like yeah, Sonic, Jones, dude. Yep. Sonic should make the fla- the Sonic team should do a Flash game. <laughs> yeah, Jones, I think we got to take Flash into a closed scenario. We got to take him into a specific day, Metal Gear Solid style. Flash, you have one night to fix this issue. I think that's what you do with the Flash. Sure. We'll see. All right. Okay. It's film comedy. <laughs> it's gonna be all quick time events. It is the end of the podcast. Wow, we made it. Uh, let's talk about Patreon.com/slash/EasyAllies. That is how we exist, the Easy Allies. And Easy Allies is not just the four of us, it's nine people. Nine people who make podcasts, make videos, make streams, uh, make dreams. 
We make so many dreams. As you've heard in this podcast, we like to dream big. Oh, yeah. Even when Game Freak can't possibly make the Pokemon game I want, I still want it. Uh, if you would like to see what we do and how you could support us, please check out patreon.com slash easy allies. In this particular case for this podcast, if you give $5 or more a month, you get this podcast on Wednesdays instead of Fridays, and you get the ability to submit love and respect questions and games and topics to love and respect. That's where I draw those from. And there's plenty of other benefits above and beyond that. Cool. That's it. Damiani, how did you do on your goal? What was your goal this week? Not to mention Nintendo's Toys to Life product name. You did it. I did not hear oh, a peep nice. about Oh, nice. didn't even mention it after the fact when describing what his goal was. Yes. Props. That is pro. That's a professional move. <laughs> Michael Huber, how'd you do on your goal? I this finished week? my fluids. Yeah, nice. both. You finished a bottle of water. Well, uh, there's still a sip. Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see. Okay. All right. Finished a whole bottle of water and some yellow tea that looked intense. It was intense. How you feeling? I'm feeling all right. Okay. I need to sleep. Sure. Yeah. As we all do, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Jones, how did? How did what was your goal? I wished everybody happy New Year. When did that? When did that happen? Uh, I did it. Some point. Grazing. Yeah. Something happened. There was some funny was moment. Like I decided to drop it he in. Just did yeah. happy. I did not even like realize not that you had astute, a hidden intent behind that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm not very astute. Uh, my goal was not to fall over. I fell right over. I could not get through that song. That's too funny to me. <sighs> it's just like it's sad when I like I have an idea that I think is funny. Nobody cracks me up worse than I do myself. It's sad. It's not a good attribute. Painful to watch. It's pain. It's obviously painful to watch. I love it. It's <laughs> <laughs> so my goal for 2018. Is like stop it, Kyle. You're not <laughs> that funny. Okay. Uh, what do you want, Rock City, Batman Beyond, or for Kyle to knock it up? Yeah. <laughs> Jones, I feel bad. I never gave Or Wars to you. Did you win one Or Wars? I did. I think I won the first one. Oh, okay. I won one of them. Okay. I, yeah, right, I got an right. Or War win. Yeah. Okay. You did some good stuff in Or Wars. Thanks. Uh, Michael Huber takes it though. Uh, you win the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote. You get to sign off with your trademark sign off. But before that, you also get the final word on anything you've disagreed with. Want to reiterate, just want to state about the year 2017 because this is it. We won't see anybody again until 2018. That is so high stakes. Yeah. Can we like spread it out? Nope. That's not the way the rules go. Yeah. All right. I'm, uh, MP, no, Michael P. Huber on Twitter. Um, um, the video I would like to promote is the Star Wars spoiler mode. Sure. Check that Brad out. I did that last week. Yep. We're going to double dip. It's still good? It's still good. It's Should still I watch relevant. it a second time? Watch it a second time. <laughs> you'll find some hidden nuggets. Okay. <laughs> okay. You watch it with a new perspective. Okay. Um... Hmm. The final word of 2017. Final word. Sonic Unleashed is pretty alright. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's the holidays. Just hang out with your family. Play a lot of video games. And just relax and soak it in. Join these microtransactions.
The Easy Allies would like to thank our Patreon podcast producers. We apologize in advance for all the ally names we are about to misspell and mispronounce. The Cartridge Club, Brent Klaus, Critical Reviews, Ebb Software, El Fennis, Hogue Law, I Keyless, Jigarbov Productions, Jojo Dentco, Mango, Sweet Justice, James Thomas, Greg Kettering, MC Griffin, Nick, Walker Hope, Sam G, Cameron Hendry, Will Schmuck, Michael Kozachenko, Gabriel Heilborn, Professor Metal Gear, Bradley Spees, Zachary Wingate, John Tyson, Ken Layer, Beaten Down Bryant, Silent Consonant, Andrew Reif, Robin, Sigma, Dan Sebring, Tim O'Keefe, Nick Owens, Robert Stoffel, Jonathan and Amy Alconis, Shima Ramsey, Caleb Aranda, Corey Jackson, Richard Smuts, Jan, Jake Musser, Anti Ataraxia, Richard G. Flowers, Yo Butts, Michael Besegli, Caden Geist, Demos Clay, Chum Nguyen, Hope, Dave Red, Thomas Wigginton Jr., Bruce Weingart, Neil Bruce, Dear Dear, Jared Reif, Marius Smith, Matthew Pauling, Gino A. Leet, Carl Williams, Brian Young, Jason A. Sackle, Candy Coated Thorns, 44 Stars, G. Levin, Charles Anthony Iapacino, G. Ken, Hitman 47, Ryan Anderson, Jean-Philippe Legacy, Colt Doss, Paul Nolson, Cody Harden, Jay Shi, Marcel Froelich, Phoenix Doss, Akira Sendo, Lee Young, Andrew Kidd, Thomas Gonzalez, Peter Davis, Hudson Bilbrey, Rack, Brad Lohman, Malfalax, Ian Santa Anna, Tim Strothman, Caleb Crawford, DRD 7-14, Blue Suter, Todd Yurkovic, Joe Burns, Patrick Chong, Sergio Ruben Hernandez Gallegos, Stephen Last, Ahmad Naki, Suiko Shining Force 2, Jesse Vitelli, The Banana Forklift Killer, Oh Yes, Cool Great, Joaquin Morovuo, Gustav Strombaum, Kelvin Hartanto, Marcel Markov, Mark J. Betters II, Nefertiti Jenkins, David Wen, Oni Black Mage, Luke Arnold, Matthew Holcomb, Daryl Schramm, Brent Phillips, Leif Johnson, Eduardo Ortiz, Catherine Lai, Gary James, Kit Snow, Ian Bradburn, Robert Crouch, Mikhail Agnell, Sean German Efficiency Clinton, Sven von Brand, Ulf himself, Trenton Robison, Matthew Robles, John Prey, By Manis, V8 Dave, Nasser, Ritz1906, Fabian Schuster, The Solar Sailor, Luis Ibarra, Tony Knox, C Note 51, I Sun Chor, Forrest, Caleb Ledoux, Mike Hook 1, Thomas Einsporn, Bry Guy, Jamie Jackman, Xylo Wolfbane, Quick Scares, Alexander Schiller, The Classiest Hobo, Captain Fancy Pants, Zinterax, Modren, Paul Bishop, Travis Miosi, Trey Whetstone, Adam Damond, Sean Mackey, Yasser Alusaini, Leroy Anderson, Jonas Andreas Sibison, Reed Johnson, Manuel Thomas, Peter Nguyen, Luke Bennett, Adam Scherenbrock, Not Jack, Kurzus Stavrogowski, Kevin McMaster, Allison Burnt, Anna Lencaster, Jenny Markula, Bjornar Haraldsvik, Sean De Almeida, Christopher Sleep, Saturn, Jacob Whittington, Charlie, Wouter De Hayes, Michael Favacci, Matthew Holmes, Eric Maynard, Fabian Winkler, Cartridge Brothers, Bernardo Del Castillo, Leon Keyes, Mugen Himura, Raymond Lee, Yasser Kurbushi, Clay Roberts, Todd Paxton, Faraz Rizvi, Dakota Hayes, Zustick, Don Turner, Mumble Mumbleton, Masuki211, Kyle Bradford, Jesse Fish, Shinobazu, Jason Joint, Edison S. Prada Jr., 
Alexander Braveglieri, Travis Ng, Ahmad Al-Rashed, Tuttle, Beth, Furious Action Gamer, Stuart Siddall, Joseph Caruso, Reiner Lip, Michael Shriver, G. Sith, Matt Gunther, Evan Eng, Joshua Vanswall, Eric Gustafson, Refill, Sebastian Trier, Samsa Stormbaum, Bonnie and Jason Connor, Alex AI, Jeffrey Daniel Lasley, Stephen Walther, Rock Gordon, Matt, Carlos Zuniga, Diggles, Ryan Cohen, Adam Mullaney, Link 666 Goron, Terence Ireland, Simon Gauthier, Momo Rashid, M Legend, Bread Roll Art, Calgareth, Eddie Reisner, Chase Caldwell, Andrew Buckter, Palkin Stirs and Stirs, Barry, Mikey Novak, Adam Henry, Beautiful Kai, Mac Jam, Ronnie Halperin, Caffeine Rage, David Kennedy, Durgesh Patel, Kenneth Proceus, Mike Calvi, Sarah, Philip Stadler, Gary Fair, Anthony Daniel Galvin, Benny Samuelson, Trolls Rasmussen, Daniel Wong, Jameson Anderson, Vincent Foliat, Hutchitron, Ahab, Neo Bear, Tetra Ninja, Quinn Gary, Alex Glass, Junior Motomura, Mylene LaPearl Vanass, Mithers Strongbeard, Nycrypt, Mons Anderson, Elvin Skogheim, Jay Aldiar, Morgan Worth, Sam Sorensen, Matt Ferguson, Michael Tenick, William Heaney, Krister Lundmark, Chris the Pianist, Michelle Nubb, Sandra and Richard Acero, Battle Ox, David Tran, Mick Malloy, Adam Barker, Philip Klarskov Jensen, Niels Frederick Elbol, Sun Pham, Alex Monaco, Arthur Henrique Chenaglia, Nuno Amaral, Galen Moxley Hagert, Twisted Heart, David Boyarski, Rahiv Maharaj, Toasty Soul, Sean McGing, Pete Cerny, Joaquin Wiederberg, Christopher Santis, Sam Hendrick, Christian Hundorf, Andreas Coter, Extravaganza, Gali Gutierrez, Addison Muir, The Fatty Show, Jason Shields, Rickster EXE, Julio Ruiz, Lars Berger, Monica, Lorenzo, Remy Loisel, Jordan Kirk, Peter Shoemaker, Repus Edid, Irvin De La Torre, Cyberboa, Christophe Fatui, Azazel Valkyrie, G.W. Fox, Outcast Writer, Chris Bennett, Liam Ahern, Helping Leon, Jean-Sebastian B., Self-Confessed Cynic, V. Kira Ray, Tristan Howard, Jeremiah Snowden, Materia Addict, Robert I., Blaster Master, Elizabeth, Miguel Rivas, Alex Lavanier, Justin Wren, Malcolm Moschette, Adam, Cal, Joel Olson, Robert Ori Einerson, Christopher Donnelly, Matt Karwaski, Jesper Lawson, Joel Short, Marco Hernandez, Magnus Rasmussen, Clinton Hayes, Seyun Kim, Andreas Amos, Struggler, Tense George, Bunny Chen, Joey and Kate, Wavering Radiant, Raymond Chow, Caffeinade, Ian Anderson, Dan Pan 16, Tongue Surgery, C.S. Lewis, Orogachino, Jana, Roy Sung, Kim Monk Vonderleith Hagensen Petersen, Colin Hoylman, Reed Marlett, Shanley Ladia, Dale A. Brule, Kyle, Rerun, Arkham Fantasy, Dale Sun, Philip Higdon, James Brown, Jan Ivar Carlson, Spencer Stevens, Russell Bateman, Elliot Moscow, Daniel Fuchs, Brandon Tinney, Ivan Ponce, Christopher A. Butler, Adam Warazek, Sean Essen, Sebastian K. Urban, Marco Zanone, Alec Church, Culinary Stud, Michael Yao.